Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome on in. It is a Thursday afternoon. Sports Radio 94 WIP, the afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese hanging out with you. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, it's Friday. Uh, I was going to say it's Friday. Well, it's Friday Eve. Well, Fritzy, holla your boy. <laughs> it is Friday Eve, man. I'm trying to rush it to Friday. You are speeding this week right along. <laughs> you, you are speeding this week right along. Uh, so, obviously, a lot to get into today. Spike will join us at four uh, as he continues, I guess, working his way down here. You know, I don't know if he'll ever make his way down here. He's walking. <laughs> he, he'll get here at some he'll point. He'll get here at some point. Um, and obviously, some Eagle stuff to get into. But, like, I'm feeling Phil's, man. I, I, you know, a couple weeks ago, we did the whole World Series thing, and I was, I was trying to temper expectations. I really was because, you know, I feel like when expectations get too high – then the heartbreak happens if they don't reach those expectations. But damn it, Ike. There you go. I'm ready to buy all in, man. Let like them I, hang. I, let them hang. Often do. As we <laughs> do on this show, we let them hang. Um, and, and the expectations, it feels like as we are getting closer and closer to this first pitch, 28 days from opening day, it feels like the expectations are starting to rise on them. And the, and the nice part is that it doesn't seem like the Phillies are, are shying away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, last year, the Eagles, they kept saying over and over again, we're not going to talk about last year, we're not going to talk about last year, we're not going to talk about last year. Well, the Phillies so far, they're, they're making it very clear that their goal is to win the World Series. And the way they've played so far down spring training, I know it's only spring training, but they look more locked in. Topper's working on bunting with the boys. Make sure that they're they're cleaning up all the edges of everything. And I mm-hmm. love the current vibe of what's going on with the Phillies. And where I'm at, because I, I feel like there is a, a bit of a groundswell here uh, with the whole division. Feels like people are already ready to concede the division to the Braves. And I think a lot of that has to do with what's happened in the postseason in the last two years. Um, you know, people viewing the Braves as a better team and the Phillies going on a run without winning the division. But like I need this baseball team to to compete for the division this year. It's time. No more of this get off to a slow start, crawl your way out of it, you know, get get hot in June and ride that wave into September, get in and see what happens. I, I, I need this team competing for the division, and I'm not conceding it. 
Yeah, listen, I, I understand wanting to sort of move the bar and not be the team that's hot late in the season as you struggle to get through the regular season and then rely on, you know, somewhat of a run or magical run, however you want to phrase it, to sort of pin your hopes on that for success as you get to the postseason. I'm not saying that's the formula you should use, and I'm not saying winning the uh, division is not important. I just don't think it is as important as it used to be. Um, there, There is something to the grind of the regular season, getting through the regular season, and making sure you're 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 playing at your best late in the season. Now, I don't I don't want them to get off to the slow starts they've gotten off to the last two years. And you know we need the June Schwarber and uh, firing you know, of Girardi, firing of Girardi, and then the August run of last year. My goodness, what a run <laughs> that was uh, for this team in August of last year. I'm not saying that's the blueprint for success, but I, I think there is something to challenging for that division, right? Mm-hmm. I, I listen, I I, I want to see the, the, the Phillies challenge the Braves for this division, but they've already proven they're the best team in this division the last two years. Now the Braves may have been the best regular season team, but they clearly weren't the best postseason team. No. So no hyperbole. This is actual head to head matchup. Phillies taking them out the last two years in the postseason. Yeah, well and it's it's a great bit. It's a great bit of things I've going on, but the Braves also do have the ring. I mean, 2021, they they won the division and and they got a World Series ring. Mm-hmm. The Phillies don't have that. They've had two great postseasons, postseasons that last year ended in in heartbreak, uh, but were really good. I just you know like the days of the division being over in early September or you know like, like pretty much the last two years, that's what it's been. Like yeah. I can't have that this year, and and I think it is a big deal for this team to compete and and really be in the division race. Win the division would be phenomenal. And I do think that stuff matters mm-hmm. um, b- because, you know, I know the last two postseasons have been been great. But at the same time, you know, they got a, they got a home series against the Marlins. Mm-hmm. It's a three-game series. Yeah. You know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking out the – I feel like there's more variable, variables the more games that go on. Usually the best team wins. Mm-hmm. Three games will worry me. So mm-hmm. if I can get a, a bye there – that would do do wonders. And the last two years, they've gone down and they've been able to steal game one on the road in Atlanta. If they don't do that in back-to-back years, who knows where the series goes. Yeah. So, like, I, I do think we've gotten a little bit too, uh, you know, uh, not lazy, but lackadaisical with the whole, eh, just make the playoffs and anything can happen. I want this, te- this team competing towards the top of this division, being with the Braves, and not winning the division would be disappointing to me. It would be a disappointment for me if they don't come out and they don't win the division. Well, is, it the, the end, is it the end of the world? No, it's not the end of the world. Right. But compete for the division and and and, and take it home. Okay, so the details matter, right? Like, like losing the division by 10 games is not acceptable. Be disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you were to lose the uh, division by two games coming down the stretch, you, it's been back and forth. You guys have been sort of battling – uh, throughout the season, and even you go in September with a legitimate chance at being divisional champs. Yeah, I think I think people will find that acceptable, especially if you're talking about 90-plus wins and at 95, 96, potentially 97 win range. And that's the type of capability I think this team has as long as they stay healthy for the majority of the season. I know everybody isn't going to stay healthy all season long. And, hell, you mentioned the Braves. They won 
the World Series without Acuna even playing in the World Series mm-hmm. uh, that year or the postseason for him that year. So I understand having your best players available, but I'm, I'm also saying this. There, there's something about being battle-tested. There's something about um, having that as a part of your DNA, and that's the one thing the Phillies do have going for them. And that disappointment and heartbreak and 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 letting down not only yourselves and your teammates and what have you, but letting down the city, letting down the fan base. I think a lot of that stuff plays into what drives this team. I just don't think the Braves, the, like the, the, the Phillies, for me to – I don't know if the Phillies are better than the Braves on paper. I just like what the Phillies have from a DNA standpoint. Yes. More than I do the Braves. And I know they won the World Series a few years ago. But there's something about this matchup with this team where where this team, meaning the Phillies, does not fear the Braves. They don't. And that's a, that's a, that's a great Yeah, thing. something and, about that. And listen, this is what the Braves get for letting Freddie Freeman walk. Like, they, don't, they, don't, they shouldn't be able to go back to the World Series just because <laughs> you replace them with 54 home runs from Matt Olson. And Matt Olson's a good player. But you're letting an all-time Brave go? You don't get to just, you know, waltz your way back into a World Series. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? Because I think, Ike, I think it's good. I think a lot of people say it's no big deal. For me, for me, it is a big deal because I want them to be like an actually really good team. 90 wins, fine. I, I, I want to be more in the 95 to 100 range. Yes. And I think they should be in the 95 yes. to 100 range. Like, I agree. It's been so interesting because the last couple of years, they've <laughs> the, the regular seasons have just been dis- disappointments for the amount of talent they, they have. I give them credit for turning it on, mm-hmm. and it's great. Um, but I, I, I don't want that again. Like, the, the, the slow start this year um, w- w- would be pretty brutal. Here's their schedule in April. They go Reds. I know the, the Reds improved. That's a series win. Yeah, yeah but it's a good, good better good baseball fight, team. Good fight, young, young, young baseball team. Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz. We'll see how he is in uh, in year two. They go Reds, Nationals, Cardinals, Pirates, Rockies, White Sox, Reds, Padres, Angels. That's all in April. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be – that could be a 20-win month. I mean, like it's – Well, it certainly needs to be somewhere between 15 can, and 20 wins. Cannot be a 500 month. No. Cannot be a 500 no. month. And 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 I listen. We we're still early in spring training, so I don't want to put the cart before the horse. You certainly want to get out of spring training with all your your big dogs healthy, and that means your everyday players as well as your your pitchers and bullpen guys. So you want to get through spring training as healthy as possible, and I think that allows you to get off to uh, a faster start. And and then maybe that, that it, this thing can start to snowball. I'm not telling you that I don't think. Your premise is correct. I just look at it as it's it's how this thing sort of plays out. Again, if the Braves were to win, I don't know, 98, 99 games, and the Phillies win 96, 97 games. Yeah. Okay. You're both a really good team. Yes. Both a really good team. Yes, and, and that's kind of the way I see it. And that's kind of the way I see it right now. And especially since, I mean, we're not even out of the whole Jordan Montgomery uh, situation. They're, they are not. Yeah, so that that still can play itself out in favor of the Phillies. I just like where the ball club is at this year. I look at this team and I say this is the team as of right now, as of right now, gives us the best chance to win a World Series. This team does. I look at the health factor. I look at the intangibles. I look at um, um, where guys at 
where guys are at as far as the prime of their careers? Are they closer to playing in their prime versus past their prime or not reach their prime yet? Mm -hmm. Like this is the one team that I feel like has more pieces that add up to this is the time versus any other team. Now, Eagles can still do a lot of stuff via free agency. Sixers, I don't think much more can happen this year. Flyers are at the beginning of anything being special. I think the Phillies are right there where you want a championship team to be. They just got to take advantage of it. Well, that's been the nice part um, about how they've kind of talked this spring and, and just in watching some of the games. Like they, I guess I haven't put enough stock into – they've all been here. Like, mm-hmm. like this, these guys have been here for a couple of years. At least now. three or four years now. So Schwarber's yeah. been here for a couple of years. Cassianos has been here for a couple of years. Bohm has been up for a couple of years. Harper, he talked yesterday. It's the first time he's had like a full, real spring um, with, with these guys. Mm-hmm. Stott, this is his third year up here. Uh, Turner, not having to go to the World Baseball Classic. Like, like they're all, the only guy they've really brought in from the outside to shake up the core at all was Whit Merrifield. Whit, Whit, our our guy, Whit Merrifield. Like. They've all been here, and you know it's a little bit like your teams from the early 2000s. About mm-hmm. you guys were all around for a while, yep. and it, and it just makes it so much easier to pull all in the same direction because you guys know each other, and that's how it looks like this team from afar. And you have ownership of this thing, like they've been a part of this, not not from a a draft pick standpoint and coming up through the farm system. You got some of those guys, but you also have guys, you know, Bryce five years being here. I don't think there's been any other free agent just still here that came before Bryce. I know we got guys, Nola, no. that was drafted, but everybody else pretty much has come after Bryce Harper. So he feels like he's a part of the foundation. JT was technically traded before Bryce, but same year. Okay, so they, they feel like they're a part of the foundation of what this franchise is right now. And they're invested. And everybody, sweat equity? Is yeah, that, is that sweat, sweat equity. And that, man, that means something, man. To me, that it really does mean something. Now, what we did in 2017 was great as an Eagles organization where you got guys to buy in that year and it all worked out. But when things didn't go well and when it was, you know, really you went from 17 winning the title to everybody wanting to cash in on winning that title. And I wonder how many people were truly invested in being Eagles versus being Super Bowl champions. I think with this Philly team, this is why this it's, it's so much different than the Sixers team as MB. Embiid's the only one that's been here the longest. And then you got Maxi and Tobias that have been here. But the Phillies have more guys that have been a part of the core of what they're trying to do. And so I think the investment there, like you said, sweat equity, that matters, man. That matters because I think that matters to the guys as to how this team is perceived and leaving their lasting impact and legacy. Uh, This could be something that's career-defining for a lot of these players. This may be the best team that they're going to be a part of for some of these guys. So you want to almost take advantage of that, and I think that's where they're at right now. Eagles last year, again. That's what what I was going to say. Like That's what it felt like a lot of last year was with the Eagles. Like A lot of kind of mercenaries. Yeah, well, 2022 happened so fast, right? And then it became, okay, we went to the Super Bowl faster than we thought we were. Now everybody feels like, they're the reason we went to the Super Bowl versus building up to it, building up to it. You know, much as I love when we signed T.O. or what have you, and I still think he was the best player on our team in 2004, he hadn't put in the sweat equity to get to that point. So keeping a strong team uh, uh, culture 
and, and everybody being invested and being on the same goal, he didn't have sort of that invested in the team. Yep. As some of the other guys did who had been there for two, three, four years. So when we talk about when, – when people talk about they didn't make any major additions, I guess like one of the th- – I guess one of the major additions is just another year of of these guys being together. Yeah. And, like, and I think that's almost unquantifiable. Yeah. Like it's hard to quantify these guys and and putting in the work and being on the same page and, and pulling on the same direction. And that's the nice part about it. They do go and add a, a Jordan Montgomery to, to close out this offseason is that he's just a, a piece of the cog. The added here. piece, yeah. A, a cog in the wheel. Like, yeah. They already have a pretty set rotation. Yeah. You know, whether Tywin Walker can bounce back, whatever, he's the only – kind of question mark mm-hmm. like they they it's they don't have a major flaw like I, I talked about a couple weeks ago I don't know if they're great at any spot but they're really damn good at, at, at all three phases of the game right now and sometimes that's all you need to be like as opposed to having one area where you're like superior in having above average hitters average hitters guys that see enough pitches Guys that walk, guys that could be a power hitter. What do we have? Four or five? We got five, six guys that hit twenty plus home runs. Twenty last year. Twenty plus home runs last year. Um, Is there anybody who hit twenty last year that you can't see hitting twenty this year? Like Bohm should be there again. Bohm had exactly. Man, he's hitting twenty. He's hitting twenty again. There's no doubt. Especially they saw that swing yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and listen, how old is Alec Bohm? Twenty five. No, he's like 26, 27. 26, now. okay, that's even better. He's getting into his sort of man body now. Showtime. Yes, he's getting into his man body now. So JT's been working in the biomechanics lab. I'm sure you're I'm sure you're checked out his calves. Very excited, but I can't wait to see what JT's calves look like in spring training next week. It's gonna be phenomenal. But they're working on all the margins. And, yes. and you know, uh I know it's a I know it's a maybe a, a throwaway and not super important thing. Mm-hmm. But I love that Rob Thompson's talking about, yeah, we have all our guys bunting more this year than in the last couple of years because when when games matter and it comes down to it, winning baseball, being able to move runners along. I, mean, I saw I saw Johan Rojas yesterday, two strikes. He did first off, he shortens up and just goes the opposite way to move the runner to third base. Next guy sacrifice flies. Beautiful. He's playing the game. He's playing the game the way it's hey, supposed to be played. Playing the game the right way. Playing the game the right way. Two one five five nine two. That's what everybody wanted. Ninety four ninety four is how you get in on this. Does it matter to you if the Phillies win or are competitive in the NL East this year? Or is it no big deal? Ike, the other thing off of this is who's in the leadoff spot? Uh, well. <laughs> Can we all just agree it should be Kyle Schwarber? No. We're, Can we're, we just no. come around, get on board, let's start from day one. Well, we may do that. And play. let's play 100-win pace baseball like usually happens when Kyle Schwarber's in the leadoff spot. Can we just – can we put the Schwarber nonsense to bed? He's the leadoff hitter. Get over it. It's time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if I can really buy into that. And I know that's that's been successful for him. And the team. Well, but can the team be more successful? All right, if we say there's room to grow, then where is where are the areas where you can grow? Maybe it's changing your approach, uh, how you want to play, the, the top of the lineup. Things of that nature could provide more of a spark, more of a uh, versatility style of play, versatile style of play, you know, as opposed to relying on home runs as much as we do. I Listen, I, I'm, I'm not one of these guys that's like, there's no way he should be in there at the leadoff spot playing. But I do understand having that sort of different style of play at the top of the lineup, even if you don't have two guys that have great on-base percentages, that look at a lot of pitches and walk. They are aggressive. But the fact that they are speed guys, guys that will make contact, 
I think that's better than an all-or-nothing guy at the top of your lineup. It's nice when he does make contact because, you know, it's usually going out of the park. That's the whole all-or-nothing. Hold on, man. He executed a hit-and-run yesterday. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I, I listen, just like him bunting in the World Series. I don't count. I don't plan on seeing any of that stuff during the regular season. It's usually all or nothing with Schwarbs, and for the most part, I'm not gonna argue. I've been okay with it. Schwarbomb, it's turned the season around twice. Yeah, you like starting games one nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but how often does that happen? Eh, more often than not. More often than not. But listen, the, no, actually, it does not happen. He's more the, often the not. threat of the first pitch, saying see ya. Yeah. yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four to get him. We also Ike have a pair of Jelly Roll tickets mm-hmm. as Jelly Roll Week rolls hey, rolls on here. At, listen, uh, to- Topper's going to use uh, Eskin's lineup, man. No, he's not. We can't. We can't let Howard <laughs> win. We can't. We can't let Howard win. Um, so the beautifully broken tour, uh, which is October second at the Wells Fargo Center. Tickets go on sale ten a.m. on March first at ticker, Ticketmaster.com. and it, today is February 29th. So it's a it's a leap year. What an odd day! Uh, it's it's a very odd day. So glad I wasn't born on February 29th. I know, like you know, and everyone has the annoying jokes, like, "Oh, you're like three years old," or like, "Oh, you're four years old," <laughs> when you're like 20. How does that work, though? Well, so I guess like, I guess how it works is that someone who's 84 years old today, right. if was born on a leap year, right. would only be turning 21. Technically. Technically, yes. 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 But. That means they would just now be of legal age to drink, right? Now, and how that, does that really work? And that's Stupid. why it's, I know how does it how does it count? Like, does it you round up? Do you, do right, you, you go? No, you you have to go to March first. So when you're twenty, you're you're twenty and three hundred and sixty four days. It's February twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, your do birth. The, do the bars let you in a day early, or do you have to wait till March first? I actually would like to know. If there, if there's some some uh, I don't know some security at the bars or what have you. Well, listen, if there's as far out- as legal drinking age, how does that work? Is there someone out there in the audience that was born on on a, on a leap day? Yeah, leap year. I'm very curious to see how your life has been affected by it. Speaking of which, Ike. Yes. 1980. Mm-hmm. This is Phillies. Okay. Yep. 1980. Yeah. Leap year. Yep. 2008. Leap year. Was that a leap year? Yeah. Okay. 2024. Leap year. Leap year. But I'm trying to figure out. The Phils are in the World Series. That's, okay, that's, I got that. But, yeah, the, other than that, there really is no connection. There's no correlation. Yeah, okay. It's very dumb. It's very dumb. <laughs> but but I, are we sure those are leap years? I'm not sure. I saw it on Twitter. 2008 Phils. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, are we sure those are leap years? So I have no idea. So to win the Jelly Roll tickets today, <laughs> yes. very simple. What's something in life you don't get? Because I don't get the leap year. Why do we have the leap year? Is it something with the Mayan calendar? Is it, every four years we gotta just have the what calendar? Mayans, I think they're. What the hell is that? Nah, eh, it's something. They're an organization. They're about to die in 2012. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, they're they're an organization out there that people were worried about for a long time. I think long <laughs> since gone, I believe. But like you know, I just don't get why we have a leap year every every four years. Like all of a sudden now, there's no 28 days in February. There's all of a sudden 29 days in February. It's dumb. Yeah. Make up your mind. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I have no idea. I have, I've never understood why there was a leap year there. I'm sure there is a technical reason why it's there. I'm sure there is a technical reason why it's there. <laughs> but it's something in life I don't get, and that's my answer for the Jelly Roll tickets today. 215-592-9494. Get in on that. And on the Phillies. I need to think about my answer there. There's a lot of things in life I don't yeah. get. 
Uh, does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? Get in now. And for the Jelly Roll tickets, what's something in life that you don't get? Get in now. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, tackle your hunger with the Philadelphia original. Of course, I'm talking about my friends at Dietz and Watson. Enjoy endless sandwich combos with freshly sliced meats, cheeses, condiments, and don't forget about their protein-packed Dietz Nuts meat snacks. There's something for everyone in the family. Head to DietzandWatson.com to find a local retailer near you and grilling recipes. And put Dietz and Watson at the top of your shopping list. Dietz and Watson, premium meats and artisan cheeses. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Since 1939. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Is this Limp Biscuit? Yeah, never a doubt. Never a doubt. I'm going to say this. You know. That's three straight, by the way. Francisco. Jumpers I've made. Those don't really consider jumpers. They're called bunnies. Yeah, but this is my left hand. Okay. <laughs> Lefty layups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There Listen. you go. Well, Francisco, back to you. You and your return music, man. What about it? Yeah, the mosh pit music. Uh, I'm oh, out. I gotta, I gotta be diverse. I can't. I, can't, I haven't I can't heard much diversity. Really? Well, he's got a good amount of rap mixed in there. They, yeah, they I don't need like necessarily punk. rap. Well, hip hop. Are you and trying then, to stereotype? I'm not trying to stereotype. <laughs> we played like two country returns, and I thought you were going to quit the show. I mean, again, the show's not being catered to me. I get no country. No, you know it's not I mean? catered to you. That's his own music. Oh, well, he's <laughs> yes. definitely making selfish yes. decisions yes. behind the glass, oh, for sure. It's, I'm doing things for everybody. It's me, it's you, it's everybody in the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's everybody. Listen, I always think, you know, when I envision people listening to the show, they think, you know what, I need some Limp biscuit right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there's that portion of people. We got Spike coming on at four. He appreciates it. Oh, yeah. see, there it is. Sucking up to Spike? Yes. That's I suck up is. to everybody. And he has to do the top five at five with Spike again. You nervous? 
Nah, dude. Uh, <laughs> even better. Oh, so you think you figured out the top five because you had two it. good that, days this I week? I figured out a while ago. I just, you know. <laughs> it took us a while to, to yeah, pick up you what you caught up. Down. You all caught up. <laughs> all right, that's good. That's right. good. I figured I had to have something to complain about with you. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, no nerd, Joe Giglio. Uh, oh. <laughs> trying to educate me on leap years. Oh, oh he has the reason? No, there's the, okay. Uh, Twitter also let me know, too. Okay. So he said if there was no leap years, eventually all seasons would flip. <laughs> July would be cold in a couple hundred years, January warm. <laughs> again, the Mayans back at it again. I almost wish I did know now. Really? If there were no leap years, the the, the seasons would be flipped? Apparently, yes. <laughs> How's that happen? What's the earth going to go off access because you change the calendar? It's all, it's all BS, man. I'm just letting everyone know. The Twitter question is sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Oh, Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online, marksyphonjewelers.com. I'm out on leap year. I'm just letting you know right now. Well, it's just like when we start getting I'm out on leap year. How does Gilio know that? You know what I mean? Well, like, he's Gilio. No, I know, but I thought he's—I thought he's a sportsman. You know, like I thought he was like. Well, he is, but he—you know—he wasn't a dumb jock. <laughs> Unlike me, us, no us, <laughs> like us. Yeah. Uh, does it dumb jock? Does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? Ike. Yes. Fifty-two percent say no big deal. It's basically wow, it's, it's basically 50, 50 though. It's basically 50-50. And I, and I listen, I Hold get Hold on, what is that? That is because of what happened in the postseason the last two years. Like, ah, uh, it's no big deal. Oh, I see what you said. Okay, yeah. So there's okay, okay. So uh, I was looking at it as did we lower expectations, but you're saying it's because they've had success. So people aren't necessarily concerned with winning the division. Correct. Okay. And I think I'm kind of in that I'm kind of in that, that department, too. Well, and I think a portion of it is, too, is I think people believe that the time off does harm teams. So the more time oh, off. Oh, I definitely buy that. But my only counter yeah. my only counter is that has more, I think, to do with the Bears were basically not playing competitive baseball from, like, September 12th on. So you're saying if it's a tight race, the Phillies wouldn't be playing meaningless baseball right. down the stretch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're not running away with the division where – it doesn't matter. Like, and was it was that that was 2011 when we kind of ran away with the uh, division. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't ready to go in that first round. And St. Louis got in the last week, and they went on to win the World Series. They did. And listen, those teams can get hot, and yeah. there are teams that like the Diamondbacks have 84 wins. Yeah. The Phillies 87. Yeah. Wins. I just I don't want that. I, I want them to be an actually really good team. I know what you're saying. I I I, I can understand where you're coming from. I think there's a difference between trying to run away with the division and not have this the intensity you need late in the season to prepare you for the playoffs versus you're in a tight divisional race all the way up to the end. Right. Like the Astros, for example. Like, we always bring up the NL teams. Dude, the Astros have won the NL West like the last – Six years, right? And they've made the, they've made the ALCS yeah. or, or World Series. Like, I know what has happened here. But that doesn't have to be the norm. Like I want, I want to be viewed as one of the elites in baseball. I don't want to be viewed as. And listen, I think they have a lot of equity, and they've been in big games and they're battle tested, and I appreciate that. But like, no more of this seven games under five hundred and in heading into June thing. Yeah, like just just wire to wire doesn't have to win. They don't have to be like the best team in the division, but like be ninety five to one hundred wins. Yeah, and, and you don't you don't handle in season slumps and everything well. 
either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Don't. Yeah, you don't handle that. <laughs> I, you being a baseball guy, you don't really have the whole – it's a marathon. It's not a sprint sort of personality and mentality with the team. Well, because you know what my problem is? Like, <laughs> My problem is is that I treat every Phillies game like an Eagles game. Yeah, like, I know. They all matter so yes. much to me because yes. I feel like I have – I feel like You're I'm carrying a, the weight of the city on your back. Correct. Like, again, <laughs> all I deal with all baseball seasons, I feel like I'm the therapy couch for people, and yeah. I, I just would prefer it to be easy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll take the You don't want to have the answer for every bad – bad loss or, yeah, like, or bad topper managerial decision that doesn't work out or whatever. Like Rob Thompson managing for his job discussion yeah. would be a, uh, a yeah. disaster for me. 215-592-9494. Ike, yes. I'm just saying, Christian Pache just hit his second home run of the spring. Johan Rojas, maybe uh, start the year in AAA. We can start Pache. Wow. Going Rojas to AAA? Well, Pache's out of options. Both are elite center fielders. Monitor that one. File that one away. Uh, and for the Jelly Roll tickets, give us something in life that you don't get, like leap years. And no, I don't care if you explain it to me. I still don't get what they are. Tony's in Coatesville. What's happening, Tony? Tony! Oh, yeah, hey, sorry. I was getting off speaker. What's so, up, Tony? Uh, the Phillies. I mean, general manager's got a pretty good uh, pulse on it. Got to play it by like four quarters. Like, so I mean, I don't think we need to get too concerned to start the season. I mean, we may start out slow uh, or work some things out, but um, it seems like they always seem to come around around August. Uh, I'm fully confident that they're going to be there. They're going to be in the fight and winning the division. It'd be great, but I don't think it's necessary. I think um, they've shown that they can do it from whatever position they come in. No big deal. No big deal if they don't <laughs> if they don't compete for the division. I got you, Tony. What's something yeah. in life that you don't get? So, well, I, I had one, but your uh, guy that answered the phone said too many people are going to say it, so I, I switched it up. All right, he said oh, he oh, said oh, don't worry about it. Just tell us what you were going to say. Okay, daylight savings time. Yeah, daylight saving time. Well, no, answer. knock it out of the way first, Tony. Yeah. You get it first. I'd much rather you get it out of the way. Yeah, I was just warning people that other people might say that. That's oh, right. yeah, that's okay. He's first. Daylight savings time. I would wait, get wait, rid wait, of Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, I'm, I couldn't be more on board. I would get rid of it. They got to get rid of it. Why? Because it's stupid. Why? Because it doesn't make any sense. It's like, again, it was it's probably Mayan decided. It was probably the Mayans as well. <laughs> the Mayans again, man. No, but like, because it sucks, man. It's 4 o'clock, 4.30. It's dark out. You know, like, it's just, it's for the farmers. And then the farmers will figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah, it's just like because I my old car, I couldn't. Also, I couldn't figure out how to change the clock on my car, so I would just keep it the. <laughs> just wait until it gets back to that time to where, yeah, exactly. You don't even bother changing it. No, um, I'm not. I'm not opposed to daylight savings time. I guess as I've gotten older, I guess I can see where it's kind of useless or pointless. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Listen, what, like, what is the reason for this? It's something we put up with. Yeah, and because it's, I've, it's always been there, of course. So I just thought that <laughs> something that we needed. We don't. I don't. I don't think we do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like whatever's the one where it's. I guess I can. I can take. I, I don't know which I like more. Do you like more light in the morning, darker early, or darker later? And oh no, I, I'd, I'd rather have darker later. I, I love when it doesn't get dark till eight thirty, nine o'clock. When we get to that time of the year, and that's usually spring and summer when it gets around that time. When we start getting some elite sunsets. Yeah, you get longer days. 
Yeah, I, I'm not doing anything in the morning that I need to be out for early. So, yeah. You're not taking morning jogs around yeah, your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, you know, tea times do start at 6.30 in the summertime. Hard to, tea, hard to golf in the dark, Ike. Yeah, yeah. So, I do, I do love those 6.30, 7 o'clock tea times where it's nights outside already. Yeah, but daylight savings time. I think there's there's bills in some areas to get rid of it. So, well, I'm okay with the what is it? Spring forward. Yeah, it's fall back, spring forward, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with the spring forward because I think that gives us the longer daylight. And we get yeah, and we get the extra hour of sleep. I think. Yeah, so I don't care about the extra hour of sleep. I don't sleep. Any, yeah, I don't life. sleep anyway. Uh, but the, the the extra hour of daylight, I can roll with. Right, I mean, it's summertime. You you know, you're out back hanging out a little oh, bit you, more. Yeah, get a little crickets going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, versus during the fall, I don't really care. I'm not outside as much. I got you. Uh, Jim is in Paoli. What's happening, Jim? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Jim? Uh, I just want to. I'm a huge Phillies fan. Number one, I'm that just like you guys. I go way, way back. And also, I've been very, very fortunate to be on championship teams and. I know that. The Did you say you've been on championship teams? Yeah, in in in, 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 in a couple of sports. I won't, I won't bore you with me, but what I wanted to say is, I think it's great to set the expectations high about this World Series thing, but I wouldn't go too far. I mean, you're presupposing, for example, that the Braves are going to choke three years in a row, and I just think that's dangerous. Like like Matt Olson, you know, as you guys know, put monster numbers up during the year, but he completely has choked. And I, I know for a fact, because I know somebody in the organization, they're doing everything possible to change that mentality around. And I'm not saying that we should take away our temper, our enthusiasm, but I'm just saying they're not stupid either. And Acuna, as you guys know, is a great player. Mm-hmm. Harris is fabulous. You know, uh, Riley. Yeah, the Braves a great are player. the Braves are a great team, and they trade for Chris. No, Dale. but you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm not arguing with any of your expectations. I'm just saying. But why can't we? Why can't we have World Series uh, expectations? I think we can, but I think the Braves are not stupid. They're going to try to learn from choking the last two years. Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't even know how much they choked against the Phillies. I think when we when you say choke, you're basically saying win all those games in the regular season and don't get to the World Series. But I kind of thought like the Phillies went out and beat the Braves in these two series. It wasn't as much as the Braves choking away the series. I don't know, just like Matt Olson, uh, I just for example, I mean, he hasn't come up big at all. I'm sure you guys know that in the last sure. two. Yeah. And, and he's and look at the numbers he's. Put yeah, well, that's what the, that's what they get, Jim. You can't just get get rid of Freddie Freeman in his prime and expect to go back to the World Series. The baseball gods can't allow that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I, I, the Freddie Freeman thing, I do agree with you yeah. on because I love him. That's what they get. But, this is what they deserve. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a point there. I can't argue with. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just I'm a big Phillies fan. I just hope that we can meet those expectations. Yeah, okay. I got you, Jim. And, and I think it feels like there's a certain trust with this Phillies team. Like, it doesn't seem like there's much angst heading into the year. Um, mm, yeah, I agree. That's, you know what, though? That's, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's completely about, but I would imagine part of it is we we haven't, we haven't allowed the frustration from the other teams to seep into the Phillies, and we put a dark cloud over the Phillies. It's, I, it's actually happened, I think, the other way, where it's because of the disappointments of the other teams, we're now sort of putting our faith in the Phillies. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the Eagles' collapse yeah. has made us like, 
that much more geared up. Yeah, it's almost like, okay, all right, Phillies, you're our last hope. Because Sixers, man, like. Well, yeah, nah. I mean, holy cow. No. no. (laughs) They are brutal without Joel. Yeah. We're still talking about winning a series. Not even thinking about winning a title. Winning a play. Yeah, the one, the true title hopes lies on the Phillies. They do. Yeah. They do. And and I do like, and and I'm curious, because obviously you've been in, in locker rooms like this. What do you think about them putting the World Series expectation on themselves? Like, is it, I love it. Because it, it differs from what the Eagles did last year. The yeah. Eagles were like, nah, we don't want to talk about it. We're not focused on last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked for the most part. I mean, they got a 10-1. Yeah. What do you think about the Phillies putting the, the World Series expectations on themselves? I love it. I love it. Because part, part of with the Eagles, I think they didn't want – They it was almost as if they didn't want – to have to constantly answer for why they didn't win the Super Bowl last year and let that become a distraction, right? Whereas this feels more like we didn't meet our expectations, so we it's almost like we know that we're good enough to be World Series champions, and so we're going out to do it this year. We're healthy, first full offseason, everybody's back. Like, like Bryce talking about these things, it, 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 it kind of reminds me – of our early 2000s teams, 03, 04, where you're like, you know what? I know we lost in the title game, but only thing that matters is getting to the Super Bowl. Like, that's the only thing that really matters. And if you got the right clubhouse, you got the right locker room, it doesn't have to be a negative. It really can be something that you you can sort of rally around. Like It doesn't have to be where the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you're saying, oh, we got to go out here and go – 120 and 42, and then try to win the World Series. I don't believe they believe that. I think they just want to get through. They want to get off to a fast start. I think they want to win the division because they feel like they have enough talent to do that, and they feel they can at least compete with the Braves. I'm not going to sit here and say that they believe they're a better team top to bottom than the Braves. But they're not afraid of the Braves. Exactly. They aren't afraid of the Braves. So they're saying this is something that we can have for ourselves as well. As well which is a division, and then another pennant, and then let's go in and finish it. When, when Texas wins the World Series last year and Arizona gets there, the Phillies had the entire offseason to be like, that should have been us. Like when Houston won, Houston was the better team. Like we, we all can, can go with that. And Texas was a good team. They were hot down the stretch, and that wouldn't have been an easy win. It would have been difficult to beat Texas. But they weren't a team that was picked to go there. So when other teams win, it's like when Tampa won. We're like, hold on, that's supposed to be our damn Super Bowl. Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl? So it, 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 almost, it almost makes you feel more empowered, especially when you got all your pieces back that, yeah, we are good enough. We just need to go out and do it. And it's nice that it's, they're not focused on integrating new players. They're not, right. they're not focused on how is this guy going to fit in the clubhouse? How is this going to work? Like, Whit Merrifield's the only real one, and Whit Merrifield, these guys, they – he's, easy, he's an easy fit in. So, so when they're talking about we're working on moving runners along, we're, like, they're not worried about – it's not like you're installing plays. Right. But, like, you're, you're working on little things to, to round out the edges of the roster, whereas last, last couple of years they kind of were piecemealing this thing together, uh, getting hot and, 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 yeah. and riding that wave. But I tell you, this Merrifield dude is not going to be a small piece. I don't think this. so either. Nah, nah. I just – I know it's early, but the moment he signed for $8 million, said, I, my first 
I was like, hold on, we got an $8 million bench player, the, the, the guy who's not going to play. No, this dude's going to play whenever there's an opportunity for him to play. And the fact that he can move around mm-hmm. is going to give him that chance to play an awful lot. The one thing I'm going to uh, think is going to be interesting about Merrifield, so he obviously he's here to hit lefties. You know, mm-hmm. so like whether they marsh, they don't trust him to hit lefties. Um, and, and I feel like no one's really talking about Stott. Last mm-hmm. year they they sat Stott a lot against lefties, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it because I think he has to learn how to hit against lefties. I think he's going to be your everyday second baseman. But I don't think enough's being made of maybe he's also here to hit for for Stott against lefties as well. Yeah, because second base is his like best hundred percent his best position on the infield. Like he, I, he can stand at other spots, but he's a he is a a second baseman by trade. And he looks solid, man. He, he does, man. He Wait, looks solid, man. What's he look like? He looks like a ball player. He's like a ball player, man. He does, man. <laughs> uh, look, does, maybe man. we'll see what next week. Then we'll see. What... Looks solid. Also, man. He does. Nine, nine's a good baseball number. It's a good baseball number. Yeah, it's a good baseball. Yeah, and that's Nikki's six number. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nine's a good number. <laughs> uh, Dave's in South Jersey. What's happening, Dave? Yeah, what's going on? The Braves are just like the uh, Cowboys of baseball, you know? <laughs> or football, I mean. <laughs> well, they did win the World Series in 2021. I got your yeah, point. I love still, it. You know what I mean? They they still choke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't really mind if we don't make We get 90 wins. You know, we go in hot. I think it always seems to trend well for us when we come in hot, you know? But not playing Atlanta would help also if, the, you know, we didn't make the uh, – or if we didn't beat the uh, – or win the NL – you know? Yeah, the only thing that worries me is that – Yeah, having to do that three straight years, yeah, that yeah, would – Yeah, You're exactly. kind of playing with fire. You're kind of playing with yeah. fire. We're, we're, we're due for an upset, yeah. Yeah, well, it's due for, like, let's go on, a, on our own run. Let's not try to, you know, sneak by teams. And the other thing is, like, I feel like the Phillies haven't been viewed as one of the elites in the NL. Like, they've won more playoff games than any team in baseball the last two years, mm-hmm. but it feels like it's always, ah, Dodgers, Braves. Right. Like, it's, I, I want the Phillies in that mix. Yeah, give me the, give me the Phillies in always that mix. Yeah, well, I, this this year we'll get it. We'll get it this year. But I'll, I'll be happy with 90, man. We get a 90. We'll be in, coming in hot like usual. We'll be good. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. What, what's something in life you don't get? I don't get why. Why do we work five days and we're only off two? Who came up with them rules? <laughs> That's a good one, man. Right. You know, why Why, why can't more we days work off? four and be all three, you know? <laughs> Five-day work week. No, it's a big one. I think we should we should implement that here. I mean, Angelo had that. Late in his career, yeah. Late in his yeah. career. The yes. five-day work week. Where he didn't work on Wednesdays, right? Yeah, didn't yeah. work. Grinding ourselves into the that ground. Was awesome, yeah. Listen, you, the Europeans, man, they got it down. They have like four-day work weeks. They got the summers off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, they got it down. We, we here in America. Why do we need three days off? Because it's, I don't know. It's do nice. what? I just hang out. Gamble, watch sports. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, what do we need three days off for? You know something in life? Two days is fine. You know something else in life I don't get? And I apologize if I'm taking an answer here. What? Like, why does, like, high school start at, like, 7.30 in the morning? Or, like, you want them to start at 7.30? Yeah, like, push it back a little bit. Oh, push it back a little bit. Yeah, like, you know, 9. You know what, though? I was catching the bus at, like, 7. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yeah my, yeah, my kids, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. It's so but, early. But, 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 but. The trade-off is you get out early. I need to get out early. Well, do you want to get out at 3, 30, 4 o'clock? Sure. No, nobody wants to get that get out of school that late. High school jacked it. <laughs> when I was back in high school, I was like, this is way too early. Man. Well, and, and for you and, and other high school athletes, you're, you're 
they're longer regardless. Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter I'm what time school. school like, yes, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, you're getting home at six and seven anyway. Plus, you could, you could do the morning workouts. It's just six thirty always felt like insane that we're, we're like on our way to school. Oh, no, that's how I was in high school. And my high school actually let out at one thirty. Yeah, it's pretty early. Yeah. Now there there was a push a couple years ago. I don't know if it's still out there because it was while I was in high school. But uh, flipping the elementary school schedules and the and the high school schedules. Because elementary school kids, it's more normal for them to be up that early. Yeah. As you get older, it's harder to get up that early, you know? You're grinding through high school. Yeah. They, yeah. And then that was happening when my kids were in high school. So, yeah, they were all in favor of that. Me, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Um, but yeah, we started school at 710 and got out at 130. Yeah, I, th- I think I was 721. Yeah. This is just so early. 710. And I called two buses to go to school. Did you walk uphill both ways? <laughs> To, to get to school? I did catch two buses. I, I did live on the other side of town. You had to catch two buses yeah, to from, school? Yeah, from, from the school that I actually went to, yes. Wow. Yes. That's a, that's a, that's yes. a lot to just get to school. Yes. What, did you have to get up at five? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. That's not healthy. Hey, man, listen. That stuff kept me out of trouble, though. I, I would think so. You know so. what I'm saying? Hey. It, kept, it kept me out of trouble. It kept me locked in on sports, and that's the school I went to versus going to the school right there in the – Area that I lived in. So, you, so, would you have to get two buses home? Yeah, oh. yeah. Or what I normally got was a ride home. Okay. So from football practice. Yeah, from football or basketball practice. So I had a teacher that would drive me home. Nice. Yes, Miss Buckmeyer. Miss who? <laughs> Buckmeyer. Buckmeyer. Yeah, Miss Buckmeyer. It's a good name. That's yeah, a, that's that, my girl, man. I don't think that could like that's the most teacher sounding name I think yeah, of man. all time. Miss She was my math teacher. Did you, did you learn much math? I did, man. I was pretty good. I was dumb as a rock when I got there. But she got me right, though, man. She did. Yeah. And it's not like that for anybody that's out there. Because now teachers now, these teachers nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. you kidding they're me? Running yeah. Buck, they're running buck wild. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. they are. No, this this lady was not. This, no. Not even not even close. Glad yes. you cleared the air. Yes, Glad and you. my wife knows her. Yes, yes. She's. It was at my wedding. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. No, no she... See, written all this when when you hear about the stories about a teacher taking special interest in a kid and, and helping them, yeah, that, that was me and that was her, Mrs. Yes. Buckmeyer. Yes, yes, I got tutoring from her every day after school. Um, and now you got me thinking and tutored me in other subjects too. So I had she was my algebra algebra two teacher, um, and so she helped me pass the ACT, all that stuff, man. And that she helped me with all that stuff, man. Like so, yeah, she was the teacher that was on me. She was the teacher that saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. So I was the knucklehead in class, and she was like, "No, nah, that's not gonna work here." Yeah, yeah. So all those after-school detentions finally turned into something positive. No, well, listen, that and that's the <laughs> that's why teachers are so important. Yeah, man. Yeah, my wife's a teacher, so yeah, that's yeah. And she 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 has that sort of interest. And the kids that she she teaches as well, so yeah. you know, yeah. Now yeah. my teacher, you took me down memory lane, so yeah, Mrs. Bugmeyer. Now all my little teachers just text me, like, oh, this is yeah. I still got, I still, I still text her every once in a while. I still talk to her every once in for a while. math help or no, just to, just to see how she's doing, just to make sure she's all right, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> yep. awesome. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Does it matter to you if the Phillies are uh, win the NL East this year? Or are you in the mindset of no big deal? Let's get those 90 wins and get in. <laughs> 95, yeah. man. Can we, grow, get a little, can we raise the expectations a little bit? 90 wins. 
Yeah, I got to go 95. It got to be 95. And what's something in life you don't get like uh, the leap year for the Jelly Roll tickets? Plus, on the other side, Howie Roseman gave a very interesting answer when discussing the future of this eagle. Is it the right thing to do? Don't miss that. Coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, we all know that Spike Eskin is a know-it-all, right? (laughs) He's been telling me repeatedly about his experience with Natural Lawn of America. Natural Lawn has been creating green lawns quickly, more naturally, and with fewer weeds since 1987. Their technicians work to determine the specific needs of your lawn, reducing the need for chemicals and creating a safer lawn for your family and pets. Take advantage of Natural Lawn's limited-time offer, Free seeding every year. Man, I tell you, those Eskins, they love their freebies. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. As fewer weeds, 
guaranteed. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Ike and I just talking our futures bets <laughs> as we get our way back into it. Uh, big, win, big win last night by our Lakers, 215 because I, I also have that them for our futures as well. Man. Come on, come on, Brian. Brian. Well, yeah. Put this team on your back one time, kid. Do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> they stink. Do it. They stink. It's all good. <laughs> uh, we'll go back to the phones here in a one second. But I mm-hmm. uh, thought this was interesting. So, obviously, Howie talked the other day. Mm-hmm. But he also joined, uh, you know, one of the, the city's heroes, Chris Sims. Um, <laughs> he went on with Chris Sims? Chris Sims and Mike Florio. Oh, wow. Hold on, Howie. You've heard what Chris Sims is. <laughs> oh, wow. Is, yeah. What was that like? Chris Sims has been pretty critical of the quarterback. Did he bring up – never mind. Did, did, did Chris Sims bring up Jalen Hurts? I don't know. Fran, did he bring up Jalen Hurts? No. I don't think he did, no. Okay. Oh, what a weasel. What a coward. <laughs> what a coward. Have some balls. <laughs> um, so, but they did bring up the topic of, of Jason Kelson. I thought this was a really interesting answer mm-hmm. from Howie. Here's Howie on uh, what they're planning with Jason Kelsey. You mentioned Jason Kelsey. At the end of his documentary – there's a scene where he's agonizing with what to do because you guys need to know what he's going to do. When do you need to know what Jason Kelsey's going to do for 2024? Well, I know this. Um, you know, I don't think that there's a scenario in any of our minds, starting with Jeffrey, where Jason ever plays anywhere else. So um, he deserves the time to decide what he wants to do. Um, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to accommodate that because – you know, he doesn't need to be rushed on that and whatever. But, but he, he was making it clear. He, you guys need to know by the start of the league year last year. He made that clear in the documentary. Is that well, when you need to know this well, year? Well, a lot, a lot of things are different last year. Than All right. This year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that answer at the end means. Um, like it was kind of, I don't know. It was a weird answer. Yeah, I think Chris Sims jumped in there before how he really wanted him to jump in there. You know, how he wanted to continue with his elongated answer about Jason Kelsey and what he means and – Chris Sims sort of cut him off. Right. Which I'm Bas- basically trying to say, no, we, we want to know, do you need a deadline? Yeah. When do you need to know? Answer the damn question. Yeah, that's really what Chris Sims was saying. And <laughs> and the reality is, like, I mean, they have to know. They you certainly know. need to know about it. Although, if they earmark a certain amount of money, forget about all that. What I got from that, Jack, is <laughs> we got a chance, baby. Jason Kelsey is coming back. You think so? Yes. Why? Because. He's the, he hasn't said he's not coming back. And the fact that Howie said a couple things there. Jeffrey or I don't envision Jason Kelsey playing in any other uniform. Now, he said that twice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's anything of Jason trying to go play with his brother? If it is, they're not letting it happen is the point. And that's, he made that, that that's very the clear point. Twice. Yeah, so we, we get that straight. He's not playing – in any, we don't envision him playing in any other uniform. So it really would take Jason forcing his way somewhere else, which would not necessarily play out well here for him if he were to do that. If he wants to play, I think everybody would be more than willing to have him don the midnight green again. That's what it sounds to me. And I think it boils down to what Jason – and I go back to what Jason said. It's great that I heard that from Howie because to me that says they're open to him coming back. I've been, I've been under the – this this sort of gray area of, I wonder how much do the Eagles want Jason back, right? And and, and they should be the ones trying to encourage him to, to to come back and play, right? Like, you know. So that's that was my mindset, and I think Jason is having the itch to continue to play, 
if there is something away from the game of football, media-wise, that he feels is worth it to him to do it, that he can't pass up, then God bless him. He's had a wonderful career. He could be at peace with it, but I don't think he would be at peace with it. He's a competitor. He's an athlete. And so he can still play. And as long as you still got the ability to lace him up and get on the field with those gladiators, there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. I don't care how many times you can sit behind this microphone, you can talk about football all you want to. It ain't the same. Then think about it. Like if you want to use the example of this show. You, yeah. could, you could be out there playing football or you could be talking sports with a jabroni like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When I retired, I probably could have fought to still a year to play. I would not have been as good as I was the year before because you know what? I wasn't that good the final year. You know, I was okay, but I could easily tell where it was starting to slip away. This dude is still first-team all-pro. Yes. <laughs> so he's still playing at the top of his game. It's different from guys who don't have much left in the tank and they decide to walk away. When you got a lot still left in the tank and you're playing at a high level, it's not that easy to walk away. And what Tiki did was rare. Was rare. Money is much better now, especially at Jason's position. And I got something else to tell you. And I would let I would tell Jason this. And I don't think it's a bad thing. You got a chance to go down as one of the 10 greatest centers to ever play the game of football. If you keep playing. And if you can still physically do it, why not? Well, and, and you talked a lot about how, like, practices are essentially nothing. Yes! The game isn't as physical as it used to be. The game is actually designed now for you to have long careers. Take advantage of it. Like, he literally has an opportunity because of where he's at right now, and narratives matter. But he's building something at the last, the last five years of his career that not only is opening up the door for him at Canton, and that's that's great. I'm not I'm not sneezing at that. Are you kidding me? But he's gonna be in the conversation with the greatest. He has an opportunity if he plays. If Jason Kelsey plays another two years, right? He has an opportunity to be be in the on the short list of greatest centers ever. The Mike Websters, the White Stevensons, uh, Damani Dawsons, like some of these guys that played. Man, and when they talk about centers, they talk about you as the guy. That's the type of mark because his brother's going to leave that mark on the game. His brother's walking away as arguably the greatest tight end ever. This dude can walk away as one of the five to ten greatest centers ever. Yeah. and Ever. And I think maybe part of the reason or part of the meetings with the ESPNs, Amazons, Foxes, is their propensity to wait a year. Right. Like, like is this going to be an opportunity that's going to be available for him in a year? And, like, are you really going to give up football – to go be one of the guys on Fox or a get-up guy. Or like, if you're not getting a marquee spot immediately. Right. Why? Like, you want to sit on a panel with Whitworth and, and Sherman if he's there? Like you said, Ryan just Dick be one of the guys, yeah. Or, or, or give it one more go. Man, you're, you're still Jason Kelsey, brother. I'm telling you. He's still Jason Kelsey. And if he feels like he still can do it, like he should be our starting center. And we should want him to be our starting center. Special players come around rare, and this dude developed into that. That's the great thing about his story. He didn't come out as this prodigal son and, and, or a prodigy where everybody sort of saw it from the beginning. No, he worked his way to what he is now, and he actually is at the height of his career from a notoriety standpoint, from a status in the league standpoint. Like He is literally the gold standard damn near in the league at the center position. 
For sure. You don't have to walk away from that when you can still play. And and I know the whole – the Midday Show did a whole thing on the deadline thing, giving Jason a right. deadline. I think Jason I, – I, I would suspect he knows yes. I pretty much got to do this before free agency. Yeah. To be fair to the Eagles. Yeah. And sure, the Eagles could shoehorn and save $14 million or whatever. Let's work out. Let's work out a number here, Howie. What are we talking about if I come back? What are we talking about here? I, I mean, you got to start at 14. I mean, right? He, well, I'm just saying, like, that's – His play didn't slip. That, and le, and unless – ABC, CBS, Amazon, Prime, or whomever is offering me that type of money. I'm I'm putting on the shoulder pads again next year. Yeah, I'll see you in a year, ABC. <laughs> yes. And by the way, like I know it's, that job is still going to be there. I know it's not the, the the biggest deal, but like there's a difference between Jason Kelsey as an eagle on the New Heights podcast and Jason Kelsey as a retired player. Yes. You know, like it's just, there's a little bit added intrigue. Like sure, that tells. Well, you know, because it, it's. It's firsthand insight. Exactly. Versus, and I, I love hearing, you know, Howard talk about, if he wants to go down and, and watch practice and hang, nobody care about doing that. This dude can still play. We do that when we can't play anymore. Like, nobody can. Like, you think Jason is, is eager to be standing around watching practice and looking at film and watching guys? Oh, he can go hang in the uh, the, the, the game room <laughs> with everyone. Like, yeah. Like, First of all, that's a weird about? look anyway. Yes, like especially if you're not if you're not playing anymore. That's what I mean. Like yeah. if, you're, if you're retired, hey, let me go hang on the game room. No, no, you're not part. You're not. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It is not the same, and you don't even feel the same because you don't feel like you're one of the guys anymore. Right. Like I know it's not the, again. I'm not comparing myself to Jason Kelsey. Yeah. But when I quit Bloomsburg baseball <laughs> and like, I still go to the parties like junior and senior year, I, I just couldn't relate. Yeah. Look, I was just on the team last year. Man. But you can't relate. Listen, he'll always have his connections with the lanes and those guys that he's sure. played with his linemen. But it's not the same. No. It's not the same. No, I mean, like. That's the same. Like, Chris Long's doing his podcast. You know, yeah. Everyone's got and, and a that's podcast. All, but, but we can't play anymore. Right. It's different when you can actually still play. Totally. <laughs> yes. When uh, you can't play anymore, yeah, we accept being behind a microphone. <laughs> uh, one thing, one last thing here before we go back to the phone and speak of Jason and you know, the grueling uh, portion of the game. <laughs> uh, the tush push mm-hmm. looks like it's staying. Uh, you know, former Eagle Troy Vincent. You see Troy? Yeah, Troy's fighting. He redeemed the- himself. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of and- hard on Big Dom, but yeah. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, that was a little much. Yeah, that was a little much. <laughs> a little much. Yeah. Um, so the, the tush push does not look like it's going anywhere. There's not a huge momentum to get rid of it. Now, I wonder if they voted when the Eagles are 10-1, and 1, you know, <laughs> the, what, what the, the vote would be. But since they collapsed, I don't, yeah, they, I don't, may, they may still need this. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> give it to them. Just give it to them. I would be curious if, if Kelsey did retire. Can Jurgens run the tush push? He better know yeah, how to run it. Again, when we talk about meshing the offenses, like Sirianni is talking Don't about. Don't start. That's it. You can teach the tush push and then go watch Netflix. Timson Yardley, what's happening, Tim? Timmy! What is happening? What's up, Tim? What's up, Tim? Oh, great speaking with you guys. Hey, so close your eyes. About a month away. <laughs> Opening day. 28 days. You're, ha- you're handing the ball to somebody. Who is it for this first starter? Is it Nola or is it Wheel? I'm going Nola's. I'm giving it to Wheel. Like especially, the, <laughs> can I hand him? Can I hand him the game, the ball in game one? Hand and, him two balls and forty million dollars. <laughs> can I can, can I get the freaking contract extension done, or, or I'm gonna sweat this one out? Yeah. So I'm so I'm leaning Wheeler because Jack, I'm with you on. I feel like I live and die with every game, even though there's 162 of them, and I need to be better about that. But here we are. Yeah, we can't. It's, some, um, it's in our DNA, though, Tim. That's the issue. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. True. We're sick. 
we, we are, are sick. sick. No, and sick. and Jill even said the other day because I I was like I can't go on a walk like the the, the fills are on like it's, <laughs> and she's like I forgot how much I didn't like Philly season Jack and I was like listen oh yeah are you a pain in the butt at home well this it's time? just because like I I have to watch like I have to watch every pitch like I don't sure I don't want to go do anything during the show or during during being home I so, got you yeah it cuts our weekend short Philly season Jack and Odyssey at Jack could meet. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly exactly right. Um, Yeah, and then just one thing that I don't understand ever uh, is when you see someone yawn, why does it make you yawn? Dude, that's a great one. That is a good one. The contagious yawn. (laughs) The contagious, and everybody experiences it. Everyone does. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Even with Walk. Like, Walk is uh, almost a year old. Yeah. He yawns, I yawn. Yeah. It doesn't matter age. You're old, young. Now, does he yawn when you yawn? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. I haven't noticed yet. I haven't noticed yet. But it's it's the it's one of the weirdest phenomena. It is. It is. I, I don't know what it is, and it, even if you're conscious of it, you don't. You can't stop it. No, just all of a sudden you just <laughs> out of nowhere, just <laughs> dropping a yawn in. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you're wondering why we're talking about something we don't get, well, you have a chance to win a pair of Jelly Roll tickets. Uh, the beautifully beautifully broken tour. All we're looking for is something in life you don't get. Like the uh, the the leap year forward, some great answers so far. But if you want to call in, no daylight savings. Daylight savings is off the board. That was the first one <laughs> because no one understands daylight savings. Uh, Frank is in Delaware. What is happening, Frank? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Frank? All right, my take is that uh, yes, you need to kind of win the division. I'd like to see them go get Snell or Montgomery because then I would definitely say the division is ours. And the one thing I hate and I don't understand is the fees you get from banks. And when you use your ATM, they charge you on your money that you get. Mm -hmm. Like I make a deposit, I pay my bill, and they charge me an extra two fifty. I don't like it. Well, that's how they make their money too, right? I guess. Well, I don't care about them making their money. I'm just saying though, these extra fees, man, is out of control. That's why you gotta go to the ATM that's part of your (laughs) own bank or else you're Well, no, you're right about that. Because I learned that mistake too. Yeah. Although I don't know, uh, I guess I guess I don't get charged if I go to Wells Fargo. Well, if you're a Wells Fargo guy, well, I wouldn't have said Wells Fargo if I wasn't Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. But I was making the mistake as a citizens man. I was going to a different bank because they didn't have one in Westchester. Yeah. You know, to get money out, yeah. and I was charging like three seventy-five at a transaction. Well, what's the one down at <laughs> the ATM at Chickies and Pete's, man? It's built in the 90s. It's like the, the classic ATM, man. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't want Pete whacking us, man. No. I mean, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I got you. I got you. Not off either. Um, But but the uh, the Jordan Montgomery thing. Yes. Blake Snell. Let's get this thing back on yes, track. Let's get it back on track. <laughs> I think they have a real chance. Like, I think Snell is more of a long shot. I think he's going to be a Yankee. It kind of feels like Montgomery is 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 right there. I think the Phillies are. I think the Phillies are squarely in the mix for Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Um. There's not many. Like I think it's, it's the Rangers. It's the Red Sox. It's the Phillies. And with with the way the Boris contracts are going right now, so Bellinger signed for three years, eighty, but he has opt outs after every year. Mm. So I think that that he's now like Snell's looking for a similar thing. Like if they can get Montgomery. On even if they wanted to give him three years, mm-hmm. but you have those opt-outs after year one, and he can go test the market again. Like I think there's a path here towards one of those guys being a Philly. 
why I would be more Montgomery over uh, over like Snell, who I think is all things equal, is a better pitcher. Like they would have to lose one of their draft picks and move back, you know, ten slots by signing uh, by signing Blake Snell. Um, but it, it does seem they like do what now they have to move back draft picks. Yeah, so he has a qualifying offer. So by having a qualifying offer, if you sign him, then you lose your second round pick. Jordan Montgomery does not have a qualifying offer. He did not okay. get that from the Rangers because he was traded at the trade deadline. Um, so you would not have to lose a second round pick if you signed him. And then if you get the if they hit the next tier of the luxury tax, then they they their spot moves back ten picks in the in the draft. Um, I like the Montgomery. Only thirty. Only thirty. Mm. Thirty one. Um, and he is a, yeah. he is a, uh, he's a big game pitcher. You know, he's the best pitcher in that Rangers staff last year. Um, I think he was part of those, part of those college world series teams with Whit Merrifield actually, but, um, he went all the way back to college, South Carolina. I remember watching the <laughs> South Carolina. I was like, this guy's a winner. <laughs> this guy's a winner. So if they add one of, if they add one of those guys, I mean, you're talking about a, a 2011 type rotation, get off Taiwan Walker, right? Trade him somewhere. Actually. His contract, I do not believe, is as detrimental as it's viewed here. I think I think they can get off Tywin Walker relatively easy. Uh, Mike's in Broomall. What's happening, Mike? Hey, guys. What's happening? How you guys doing? What's up, Mike? Oh, uh, you know, you know, doing good, man. Super excited for the Philly season. I totally agree with Jack, man. I want to full-on pennant race till the end, all the way from, you know, beginning of the season to the end. Take that division away from those Braves, man. And so I'm I'm ready, man. Super excited for yeah, it. I mean, like imagine the you know September Braves come to town. It, it's a, it's a big three game tilt here at the bank. Oh, I would love it. It's, it's uh 2000, 2011 the last time they won the uh, the East. Yeah, so it is the last time. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Definitely yeah. do. Definitely yeah. do. Okay, it's like the it's like the and it's like the NFC East thing, man. Different team wins it every year, except. For this division, it's the Phillies or the Braves, it seems like. And and it's actually um <laughs> I, I would say it's even bigger. It's certainly celebrated more than winning a um an NFC East division crown. You know, when you when you got Super Bowl aspirations, I'm not saying it doesn't matter to win a division. I just think it's so much harder to win your division in baseball that it means so much more when you actually do it. No doubt. Can yeah. you imagine if we do sign Montgomery? The pitching staff that they could roll out for that big three-game series in September, Nola Wheeler, uh, Montgomery, how awesome would that be? It'd be ridiculous. I mean, you have Nola Wheeler, Montgomery, and Ranger has to be thrown in there. And, like, I think I think Chris Sanchez is the most under-talked about part, portion of this team. He's beefed Great. up a little bit. He's beefed up. His fastball's back up to 95. He's working on a cutter. He had a 3-6 ERA last year. Everybody's throwing 95 this year. We're, dude, they, they – dude, so <laughs> Wheeler's working on a splitter. Chris Sanchez has a cutter. Like, I mean, it's freaking go time, man. Wheeler, by the way, by the way, plus 850 for Cy Young. You're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Mike, give me something in life that you don't get. I got Jack all fired up. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to the morning crew and Jonesy, man. I look, I'm, I know you guys don't talk hockey. I'm a huge Flyers fan. I love hearing Jonesy this morning. And the yeah, Flyers, there's, some, he's there's the so much fun to watch. So I just want to shout out to those guys. Uh, Jack, you're going to hate me, man. I don't like country music. I don't get country <laughs> music. Francisco, rock it. All the way, Francisco. It's all you. Thanks, boys. I right, appreciate all you, right. Mike. Appreciate you, Mike. Francisco getting a little nod for his uh, – his, is that heavy metal? What is that, rock? What is that? Yeah, he said hard rock. It's it's in the same stratosphere. Okay, yeah. okay. What is Olympus? What are they categorized? It's that? new metal. 
Yeah, because they call it. He's yeah. kind of rapping in it. But yeah. yeah, like that style. I kind of like that, though. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. The biscuits. Yeah, as you I complain mean, listen, about it. No, no, I'm just saying I like the idea of a little bit of rap into the rock. Yeah. A little Limp Bizkit. What's Who's the other I'm thinking of? Who's uh, There's Corn. Corn sucks. Corn. Ah, come on. I don't know Corn. Corn's great. Are you thinking of Papa Roach? No, they, we're, we're, who's uh, what group was um, uh, well Lincoln Park. Durst? Lincoln Park is also Lincoln Fred, Park. Love Fred, Fred Durst is Limp Biscuit. That is Limp Biscuit. Yeah, See, I didn't even know He's that. The man. There you Fred go. Durst. See, <laughs> I, I, I like it. I didn't even realize I like it. Now, what about country rap? Are you in on country rap? Not it's, really in on country rap. It's man. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Apparently, Jelly Roll used to used to rap. I know. Yeah, Jelly Roll's Jelly, Jelly Roll is uh, what a hip hop. That's what uh Hiccup. Oh, that's God. what that's what Justin in Tennessee called it yesterday. Hiccup. Well, some of those Jelly Roll songs that we came back to, I I, I like the uh the beats. I might have to bump back with uh, Need a Favor again. But the the yeah. good part, the good part. Uh but yes, country music is divisive. It's either you it's either you love it or you really, really Well, we're starting hate to mix it. it though. We're you know, is it really country music? Well, there's real country music and then there's hiccup, like me and Justin. We 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 fight against hiccup. <laughs> Fight against it. Yeah. It's oh, just, you want the authentic country I'm a, music. I'm, a, I'm an authentic man. Got you. You know what I mean? Got you. Little Reba McIntyre. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about Carrie Underwood? Of course. Uh, no. I mean, yeah, she's fine. She's fine? Yeah. Yeah. No? She's all right. I was trying to think of somebody else I know country. Well, I feel like Chris, well, you like Chris Stapleton. Yes, Chris He's Stapleton. He's the one that made Sirianni cry at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you like him. What about, what is, uh, who's the guy that was on The Voice? Luke Bryan. Yeah. Well, no, Luke, no, 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 uh, no, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, yes. Pe- people say I look like Blake Shelton. You do a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. Yeah, he's also a fraud. He used to be <laughs> you know, he used to be great. He used to be great. Now he's, he's married to Gwen, right? He's Gwen Stefani, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. After he cheated on Miranda Lambert. But it's, oh, it's man. Really, it's really, it's really Damn. Good. I know. All drama. All the time. <laughs> I like Gwen Stefani, man. Did she have a song with Eve? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only Gwen Stefani song I knew was... Uh, B A N A N A S yeah. is bleep is yeah, bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. That was the song of fourth grade. That was another song too. I'm, I'm sure she had a song with Eve. Okay. Let me blow your mind. I think that's what it was. Fran's the music guy. He'll know. I actually have that on deck, so you know. Blow your mind. Yeah, we I play love it. Yeah, we play like a week. I know it, man. You know who Eve is, don't you? I think we went over this. Pitbull yeah, in a skirt, I... man. Don't play. Pitbull in a skirt. Yes. Like the rapper Pitbull. No, she's a pitbull in uh, a skirt. I was gonna say because be interesting. What's wrong with you? I don't know. That's again. That's part of the reason why Spike is here to, <laughs> to help with the music conversation. I was gonna say that's a compliment to Eve. Two one five five nine two. She referred to herself as a pit bull in skirt. Ninety four ninety four is how you get in on the Phillies. Uh, is the NL East a big deal or not? Uh, it seems like a lot of people, including including our Twitter poll, say winning the NL East is not a big deal. The, the, the Phillies have to be in the mix this year. No more of this late season nonsense. Go be one of the best teams in baseball. Be actually good. Where do you come down on that? And uh, for the jelly roll tickets, give us something in life you don't get. Plus, uh, on the other side, Bryce Harper updated his comments on his contract status. What did he say now? Don't miss that. After the end of a good fight, Deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, this is music. This is music, Ike. Yeah. Not bad. It's catchy. Yeah. Listen, if you want to go see this and more, Jelly Roll is coming to uh, the Wells Fargo Center October 2nd. But we got tickets for uh, to give away all week on the show, even though it's Thursday, so it's uh, you know a little late. So, what, so what's that crowd like? What's that? I don't know. Is Jelly Roll an older? Is that an older crowd? No, a younger it's, crowd? It's younger, yeah. It is a younger you'll, crowd? You'll see Plaid. So- Just look at me, right? <laughs> like, look at me. You'll see that, but younger. And the pro- so even younger than you. Yeah, the problem is, and the, and the only annoying part about country concerts is people get like way too drunk. Okay, you know, well, that's, a little rowdy. Okay. But Wells Fargo Center is actually a nice place because it's not like there's some outdoor country. Is there concert. not a concert where people don't get way too drunk? I just yet? feel like country concerts are a little different. It's like part okay. of the, part of the culture. You I got you. I, mean? I feel you. Yeah. I, listen, believe me, we've seen the results of some of the country concerts. Yeah, we've seen them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but like the the ones over, they used to be over at BB&T or whatever it's called yeah. now, the Tweeter Center. It's not the, the Tweeter Center anymore. Man, those things back in the day were were a problem. Um, but no, I think it's 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 so cowboy boots, cowboy boots, plaid, da- uh, Daisy Dukes. Yeah, like the bass the the, the Bassmasters hat. What's it called the uh, Bassmasters? That's what they're called. Yeah, That's yeah, the hot with, hat with, the, with the with the with the net in the back, right? No, what's the one that all the kids wear now? Like I see him out. I don't know. It's it's like a country looking hat. Um, but regardless, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a it's a, a fun enough crowd. So I didn't know it was younger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm old, so I'm you know I know it's not an older concert. No. So yeah, I thought it was your age, but it's even younger than you. I would say Jelly Roll is like 21 to. Oh, that 20, is young. Like 20. Wow. 20 okay. Ish, yeah. There's no way I would want to go to that concert. Oh no, this is not an Ike, this is not an Ike concert for sure. <laughs> there's way too many young people there. Is there a mosh pit at uh, country there's concerts? No, there's no mosh pit <laughs> at country concerts. You can jump yourself into. Uh, I'll yeah. start one. All right, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. So Bryce Harper uh, updated everyone yesterday on his on his contract status. Changed his tune a little bit uh, in talking to reporters. He said, "I'm so thankful I have the deal I do, and I know that I'm going to be here." Just very fortunate to be a Philly. Just excited for things ahead. The guy gets it, man. Just does. Bass Pro Shops is the hat, by the way. I know, that's what I thought. What'd you say, Bass? I said Bass Master. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, yeah, that's what I kind of knew what you meant, though. Yeah, Bass Pro Shop. Yep. Yeah. My son has one of those hats. Yeah. Um, Hot in the streets. Um. Yeah. Back to Bryce. Yeah. Come on, man. He gets it. I know, but it's so like he. If I had my read. On those comments, yeah, he might have been listening to WIP. <laughs> he might, saw the reaction. Might have seen the reaction that everyone's like, "This is." A lot of people are like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, um, and I, it seems like he got the hint. Like, just 
just just keep behind closed doors. Yep. You know, if you want to get a contract extension, that's fine. Yep. I, I don't think the people need to know. And they're that. probably going to give it to you anyway. Yeah. Like sure. so, it's not like yeah. So yes, you're uh, never going to play anywhere else, yes. buddy. Like and John Middleton has made that very very clear. Yeah. Um. And and it's good that Bryce basically was just like, all right, I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> and, and 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 again, the dude, he 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 just rarely misses, man. He does, and 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 that wasn't even anything major, and I can almost buy into him sort of being this sort of being ignited by Scott Boris trying to get things going, mm-hmm. and and Bryce being more of a this is a supportive team type of thing, so he's putting it out there, but it's like eh, nah, it's it's not not the right time. It's not it's unnecessary, and quite frankly, brother. You 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 seem had you seem to have done all the right things, and 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 made the majority of the right steps, um, and so this isn't something to constantly belabor and 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 make an issue out of, right? Right? Like this well, isn't something you want to constantly remind people of. Well, and especially because, like, I don't he, uh, they got to get the Wheeler thing done. Yep. And, and and if he tries to make it seem like. You are on the same level of having to get a Wheeler extension done. You're not. Like, yeah, and we want Montgomery, and and maybe getting Montgomery. <laughs> yeah. Now, if the deal is, you know, lower the AAV, frees up more money to go get a Jordan Montgomery and add it to it. Sure, we'll we'll, if, we'll take care of that if it comes out about right. any contract extension. But like, they got to get the Wheeler thing done. Yeah. And I'm ex- like, I still think it gets done. I just, I don't, I don't like this delay. I don't like I don't like waiting around. Like I kind of <laughs> thought spring training starts, bang, here's the Wheeler extension. Like if the, if did the two sides just start negotiating? I mean, it's been their one of their priorities all off season. Well, the sticking point, would you agree and tell me if you don't? It has to be the length the length of the contract. 100%. Has to be, right? 100%. Um like he probably I would say once 5 years. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, he wants 5 years. Are the Phillies are the Phillies more interested in trying to get it to six to seven years to keep the AAV down, or are they looking for three years? Three years, right. See, that's where I was kind of thinking that maybe they're saying, you want 40 a year? Okay, we'll do a shorter deal with you. We'll give you three years, 120, right? Yep. 40 a year versus going five years, $200 million. Right. And my only fear with this is that this is how they talked last year about NOLA. And they spent all spring training. We'll get Nola done. We'll get Nola done. We'll get Nola done. And then he went into the year, didn't have a great year. Um, mm-hmm. I do think maybe part of that was Could contract. Have been part of it, yeah. And when you're in a World Series window, I don't need the ace of the staff worried about a contract. I don't think he will be yeah. because I think he's a bit of a cyborg. Mm-hmm. But it could be a factor. Um, and I and don't, he wants to be here, right? And I I just don't want him touching free agency. Like he is too important to risk. And that's my fear is that it feels like they might be risking this whole thing. Um, so I would really appreciate getting this Wheeler contract extension done. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in on that. John is in Huntington Valley. What's happening, John? Hey, gents. How are you doing today? What's up, John? How are you doing, man? Thanks for having me on, first of all. Yep, oh, of pleasure. course. Yeah. Thanks I really, for really, really like you guys, and I have to preface that by saying that because after the next statement, you might be hating me, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, I can't understand – how two well-educated guys like yourself don't understand what Lee Tay is. So <laughs> let me see if I can help you out. Really. Well, help First us out, all, yes. I am, I am. Listen, my mom, I had an uncle who was born on Lee Tay, so I know a little bit about this. First of all, Joe Giglio is correct. The fl- seasons would flip. The seasons would happen at the same time. The calendar is what flips, and here's why. 
you both agree that the, the Earth travels around the sun every 365 days in the year. What if, I, what if I said no? What if, what if you, I disagreed with that? You would be correct because it, because it takes 365 and one quarter day to go around the Earth. So every four years, to keep the calendar even, we add that day. So four quarter days come out to one extra day, and that's why we add February 29th. Oh. So if you were born on February 29th, your your birthday will be celebrated on March 1st because it's the 90th day of the year. And every year, okay, I had that part right. Yes, March yeah. 1st. So I'm with you on that. Yep. So if you turn 21 on March 1st, you're 21. So I hope that helps you out a little bit too. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I, I appreciate that's really, it. Truthfully, so and one more thing. Mm-hmm. Here's another uh, novelty. What happens on every leap year? You just said that the world, we, we had the World Series in 20, 2020, 2016, whatever it was. And, but every leap year, there's something that happens in American history, and there's a presidential election. So if you know it's a leap year, you know it's going to be a, an election for a president that year, at the end of that year. And the Phillies might win the World Series. I think and, the Phillies might win, and the Phillies will win the World Series if they get off to a fast start. They don't have to win the division for me, but they have to get off to a fast start. I agree with you, Jack. Competitive through the year. I'm a 95 to 98. I love their pitching staff the way it is. If they get Montgomery, great. If they yep. don't, I think they're telling me this. Uh, my friends down there are telling me Sanchez is looking good and beefed up. Uh, I could see him moving to the number four spot before the end of the year. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, Christopher yeah. Sanchez is really great last he, year. Uh, young kid. Well, he's pretty young. Isn't he only like 25 or 24? No, I think he's 27 now. He's, he's is he been, 27? been around for a little bit, but fastball's ba- back up, and he's learning that cutter. He has beefed up, so it's, it's exciting stuff. So there's there's your leap day history. Appreciate you, John. You got something in life you don't get? Well, I didn't get the Mayan calendar. I was trying to be funny, but I, and I still don't. <laughs> but I also I also don't get why it's 2024 here, and it's like 2000, and there's like 1308 in China. So I why can't we all be the same? You want everyone on the same? I just don't get some of that stuff. The calendars the... are calendars are funny. Yeah, calendars. I got you, John. <laughs> calendars are uh, everyone's got different calendars. You know, yes. there's different New Years all over the place. Yes, and I got to be honest with you, I, 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 I don't feel, you know, ashamed or embarrassed by not knowing what the hell leap year is there for. No. I really don't. Eh, most people I only, don't. I, I, I only give a damn about it every four years, and I've never really thought to ask, why the hell do we have leap year every year? That's why we're here, and that's why John and Huntington Valley had to call him. That's why Joe Giglio is here. Although I did zone out. Yeah, you got a little... Took us back to high school. A little technical. So, yeah, it did. That's my problem. That was always my problem in high school. Yeah, attention span. Yeah, that's most kids. Yeah, no, I just like <laughs> a lot of it was just in one ear out the other, and that that was my problem. That's my problem with reading too. You know, and then I feel like I don't digest reading. Yeah, like when I read stuff, I'm like, because even when I'm reading, mm-hmm. I'm not really focused on what's being right. You're not. You're you're just reading words versus actually taking it all in and. Right, and my problem too is that you know I'm on Twitter all the time. Yeah, so it's 180 characters at a time. Yeah, you know. Well, you've gotten used to your reading experiences. It doesn't necessarily require you to do a lot of deep thinking. It's more or less get to gather information is all you're really doing. You're ga- gathering data. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's no that you're not the only one, dude. That's damn near society for the most part nowadays. Fran, do you feel like you ingest what you read? No, I'm horrible at it. Yeah, and I like reading, but it's just like. Most things that don't interest me, I'm just like, right over the head. My problem is, like, I feel like sometimes I'll read a page Mm -hmm. and then completely forget what I just read. That's everybody. 
Yeah. Like, it just don't get I told it. you the attention span, man, is just not there. Yeah, reading yeah. comprehension, I needed I needed a yeah. tutor with that. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. The one thing I the, always sticks out, though, in reading, sources. That, the, <laughs> that'll get my attention. <laughs> we'll go back to the phones here in one second, but first, here's Ike. Hey, if you've been suffering in a cold, drafty home, call Universal Windows Direct. Their super spacer technology and triple-pane glass make the windows last up to five times longer than other window systems, and they have a true lifetime warranty. Call to schedule your free, whoa, call to schedule your free in-home estimate, and for every two windows you buy, you get the next two free. Tell them Ike sent you, and you'll get an extra $250 off your project. For the last windows you'll ever need, go to universalwindows.com. Nope, that's universalwindowsdirect.com. They didn't up the uh, they didn't up the two hundred and fifty dollars off after our conversation yesterday. They did not. It's disappointing. I thought we'd get that up to five hundred eighty dollars <laughs> or two hundred fifty eight dollars to fifty dollars and fifty eight cents. Uh, the Twitter question sponsored by Marks Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Marks Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Marks Jewelers.com. Does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? Ike still 53% saying no big deal. It's almost 50-50 on if winning the division's a big deal. Yeah. That's why. I, it's, it's, it has to do, obviously, right, with the way the last two seasons have played out. So people aren't necessarily locked in on you need to win the uh, division. <sighs> yeah, and, and I'm, I'm kind of in that camp, although I would like to win the division. More importantly, I want the team to compete for the uh, division. Yeah, and I, I guess the one thing I I hope it's not doing is I hope that it does, that's not lowering the expectation. Right. Oh no, it shouldn't. Because I think the expectation still has to be. And I, believe me, I wasn't here, you know, a week or two ago mm-hmm. when we did this about the World Series because I felt like ah, it feels like a bit of a leap. Man, it's just everything you, you see down there. It, it, they feel like they're ready for it, and if they're putting the expectation on that, why should I? Hold myself back. Agreed. So I, I know it's, it's setting up setting up for for ultimate pain if they don't. It's okay. But that's what we hear. That's what hey, we that's what we're here for, brother. We're here for it four times a year. And, and listen, one of these damn teams <laughs> needs to get the job done. I mean, yeah. Well, we've had one in the last what fifteen years. We got one in '08, and we got one in '17. Hmm? But like, so we've had two in the last fifteen. Years. But what makes this? current run in all the sports right now in the city is that like they've all been close but no cigar mm-hmm. and it's looked like like at least 77 to 83 there was a title in there um and i was coming off the flyers run like you had good run 07 to 11 in all the sports or three of the four yeah but there's only one there was there's at least a title in there 2001 or sorry 2021 to now it's been a world series super bowl nlcs second like it's just yeah no one's got it done well, and the Flyers are at the beginning of a run. They're at the beginning of their correct sort of whatever they're going to be. And unfortunately, I've changed expectations on the Sixers. I just have. Sorry, I have. Doesn't mean I don't love uh, the Sixers and, and Joel Embiid. It's just that I don't see championship team. I just so why would I? Yeah, we can all want a championship every year, but to have a legitimate chance and believe that, I just don't believe that with the Sixers. Uh, this year is going to be even tougher trying to shoehorn him in uh, when the postseason starts, if he even plays. I think the Phillies and the Eagles are our best chance. And right now, the Eagles have not necessarily added to their roster for the 2024 season just yet. And the Phillies, 
as presently constructed, have a team good enough to win the World Series, to win a championship. They have a team that's good enough to do that. Like, the Eagles have major question marks on defense. Yes. Whether it's talent or or it's talent. Man, it's, it's steam, like, yeah, everything. Huge questions. And I think the quarterback's a question. I think he's more of an answer than a question, but there's still mm-hmm. questions about the quarterback. Sure. The Phillies currently don't really have a question mark. Nope. Like, they have the lineup. Center field could be a question, but they have at least options there to where they've been able to hedge against things. Yep. The ninth, the ninth inning closer position could be an issue, but they also have options to where they hedge against it. Strangely, Dominguez looks phenomenal. Ninety nine, uh, he was hitting ninety nine on the gun yesterday. That's exciting. Hitting wise, again, they're 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 pretty. They're Got a pretty damn good, good lineup. Yep. You know, one through eight. We'll see what happens to Rojas. Like they don't really have that question mark. And it's so funny you mentioned the Sixers. It feels like the any kind of intrigue in the Sixers is almost dead. Mm. Like people are, like, they get bull- it is man. They're close with the Celtics for a little yeah. bit, and they completely you know collapse. Like I actually wonder if people are more interested in the Flyers right now than the Sixers. I guarantee you, in a month they will be right because the Flyers keep doing what they're doing. The Flyers making it into the playoffs will have more buzz and excitement around them than the Sixers being in a play-in game. Sure. Now, if you're telling me Embiid gets back and he looks great before the playoffs start, that may generate some buzz, but I have to see that before I believe that um, first. But at least the Flyers are starting from sort of ground zero, and they are working their way back into the conscience of everyone. Good to have Jones in the station. Yeah, man, I, man, that was awesome to hear this morning, man. Are you kidding me? That was awesome to hear. Well, was there any Uranus jokes or – or no? I'm sure there was at some point. Well, well, you know what, though? He probably refrained from from diving in. <laughs> yeah, He has to wear his GM hat now. Well, no, what is, what is his President. official title? President, President. yeah. Because uh, Briere is the GM, right? Yeah, a little different. Billy's in South Philly. What's <laughs> happening, Billy? What's going on, guys? How are you? What's up, Billy? It's funny that you guys were talking about reading. I'm a high school English teacher, and that's why I'm calling <laughs> in. Because I, w- I wanted to talk about Jack's question earlier of why schools have to start so early. Thank you. But okay. First, First on the Phillies, it doesn't matter how they get in. They have to get in no matter what because they canceled Dollar Dog Night for the season. And if the Phillies don't make the playoffs, I think it will be – the city will burn to ashes. Well, hold on. They made it buy one, get one off, or get one free. You know, For two, for, for two days in a well, month. There was, only, there was only three Dollar Dog Nights last year. I, listen, that's going to be the last tether of the people in the city after what they've been through. <laughs> The, the the reaction to the canceling of Dollar Dog Night has not been a positive one, for sure. Now, for the reason why schools have to start, high schools have to start so early is because for two reasons: one in the morning, one in the afternoon. In the morning, if you had student high school students starting school, you know, eight thirty, nine o'clock, that would interfere with traffic for the working people. So, buses, subways, and streets would be a mess. Okay. A lot of high school kids are driving. They're taking public transportation, so it would just cause a logistical nightmare. For after school, it would completely ruin school sports and after-school clubs. And for a lot of kids in the city, that's an outlet for them. It's a way to keep them safe, keep them interested, keep them like out of trouble. Oh yeah. If we, if if you, you know, by law, you have to stay in school for so many minutes. If school started eight thirty, nine o'clock, school wouldn't get over till four thirty. If you played a sport or you were in a club, your club or sport won't get over till 6, 6.30. You would have kids getting home really late, living in the city. You know, kids are traveling far. depending on where they, yeah. Depending on where they live, it could be, like, you know, a little dangerous for them. And just the fact that they're not getting home until dinner time 
would just be a nightmare for them. Well, I appreciate the education, Billy. That's why you're a teacher. Uh, it makes sense. Yep. My only thing is, well, I, as an athlete, I would just cut off seventh and eighth period. Well, <laughs> yeah. and let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go to go our to practice. Go to yeah. Go to yeah. the game. Yeah. I mean, listen. The this starting school later thing was completely selfish from back in the day. You know, yeah, I, I, I was. You know what? And you're opposite of me. I was actually okay with starting only because we got out early. Well, you were your high school was done at one thirty. Yeah. So. Now I guess we were done at two twenty one. So, you know, like I guess that's still crazy. pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think that's what time they get out of school now. I think that's what time my kids got. Well, my kids, my daughter, she's the only one that's still in high school. Yeah, I think it's like two o'clock somewhere around there. Yeah, not a bad schedule. Probably a little bit after two. Yeah. Probably be good if I did know exactly what time she got out of school, but yeah. Nevertheless. Yeah, nevertheless. Well, she catches the she, she catches the two thirty to three o'clock segment on the way home. I'm sure, of, of the program. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she does. Oh, I'm sure she's locked in. <laughs> what, what, what nonsense are they spewing yes, I'm today? I'm sure she does. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Keith in the Northeast. What's happening, Keith? Yo, what's up, guys? What's going on? What's up, Keith? Um, yeah, just uh, I was going to talk about the Phillies, but real quick, but. Jason Kelsey, like it. The longer he waits, I feel like there's more of a chance he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I thought like it was a. You know, I thought for sure like you know with Schefter's report and then like just seeing how emotional he was and stuff at the end, I thought that was it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I hope I hope he makes another documentary, Jack, and we hear you again on there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why you know we're careful with the words because I love Jason Kelsey. <laughs> so, yeah. but Julio again. I mean, I think Julio's trying to make the documentary for the second time because he's the one that laid out the uh, the deadline today. Yeah, yeah, I heard him today. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, he'll be getting on there. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a Schwarber uh, leadoff guy. Like I, like you said, he he gets on base, and um, like Ruben said, um, you know, he he strikes out like more than anyone in baseball. Like you you want him striking out and leaving runners on base. You know, yeah. he got Harper. You know what I mean? It, it it's such a weird uh, like his stats are crazy. You know, he gets on his own base percentage is one of the best, but then he he walks the most, but then he strikes out the most. It's, you know, he'll bat like two oh two. Like you know, yeah, it's it's not Ricky Henderson or Ichiro. You're not gonna have the you know out there, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Far from that. Yeah, you know, uh, wow. Yeah. You went with the you two know, best lead off yeah. yeah. I think I could beat him in a race. I'm way out of shape. Uh, there's I, been I, could, a, like, well, I know Hugh Douglas cannot beat him in a race. Yeah, Hugh's trying uh, yeah, to yeah, I heard it. Yeah. You don't think like No. Do you, no, do no kids? Get, nope. And I told Hugh Relax. Yeah, just because your mind is trying to tell you that you can outrun Kyle Schwarber. No. We're, he, we're 50 plus years old, man. Do you think you could beat Kyle Schwarber? I think yes. he got it. I don't know. <laughs> they should do it, you know, because they're going to Clearwater, right? You guys should do it like a first. Yes. You know, just run from first to second in time each other. Yeah, and, and Hugh's going to oh, be on a stretcher great. somewhere. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. yeah. Do it for charity. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, Keith, what do you got here on uh, something in life you don't get? Um, the stat war. I know it stands for wins above replacement, but how do you calculate it? That's, uh, a, that's a good one right there, Keith. Uh, that's a question for Ike. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm waiting to hear you <laughs> explain what it is. I don't know. Fran, Fran what's war? <laughs> I don't even know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it it's means like, wins okay. above replacement. That's all I can tell you. Baseball reference fan graphs have their two different formulas for There's it. a formula for yeah. it. The only, so – I have become more. I'm not anti-war. I just don't like live and die by right, it. Right? You're not. You're not. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't compute with your baseball brain. So the biggest. The biggest <laughs> thing I've learned, Ike, in 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 my long media career, yes, is I've gotten more away from stats 
and more into eye test. There you see. Now that's that's how we survive in this game. Exactly. Like Fran is still learning. Like Fran is. A, a <laughs> I don't stat- think I'll ever learn. I'm gonna be stats guy. Forever. Yeah, you are a, a cold hard stats. Here's man. the thing, Fran. It's hard to dispute the eye test. Exactly. It's like when Ike yeah, yesterday. Well, uh, Ike turned into Mr. Analytics on the Eagles offense last year. And I want eye tests for Mike. I don't need I don't need the offensive you don't numbers. Need the, t- the eighth ranked, uh the eighth the eighth in scoring. I'll leave that for Elliot. I'll leave that for Elliot. Sixteenth in running. No, I think it's actually Mark's fault while I'm out on war because he used to like fight me about it. Like, yes. you know what? I don't feel yeah, like that was fighting. a war thing, yeah. yeah. All I'll say is this <laughs> is that it usually by the end of the season does determine the best players in baseball. It makes sense by the end of the season. Correct. Yes. The only one I disagree I don't like pitching war. Because pitching war severely overrates, like, strikeouts and walks. So, like, Nola's been one of the five most valuable pitchers in the sport via war. And yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. I, whoa, I never whoa, 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 whoa. Are you trying to say the guy's not one of the most he's, valuable pitchers in baseball? He's not one of the five best in well, baseball. It just doesn't make he's sense. Not? No, he's not. No, he's not. 2023 and 2021 do not make sense for how Nola would be Yeah, correct. high in war. It doesn't make sense. But war is a good one. No one – like I'm sure it's like these PF was the PFT stats that PFF yeah, uh, PFF yeah 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 PFT is pro football talk yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> well PFF I mean at least that's like more eye tests it's just there it's just to get to trust their eye test on like win rate and stuff yeah but none of their numbers ever make sense except when it's helping one of right. our guys and then, even when it's helping one of our guys I don't really understand it I just go with it that's right that's good two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in it's the afternoon show. Uh, on the other side, Spike Eskin joins us. Caused all the trouble last week. What does he have to say about that? He returns to the scene of the crime. Exactly right. Uh, his takeaway from the Howie and Nick Presser and more. Uh, but we will also continue your phone calls. You have a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Jelly Roll. All you got to do is give us something in life that you don't get like uh, the leap year. So get in on that. Plus, the Phillies. Is it a big deal if they don't win the division? Get in now, 215-592-9494. Spike Askins coming up next on the Afternoon Show. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about live same-game parlays? exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94WIP. One of the newest members, I guess the, the newest member of the afternoon show. <laughs> one uh, of the. Yeah, there, one of the. Yeah, are yeah. there others I don't know about? No, it was a, it was a bad intro, for sure. Okay. Not okay. as bad as the Kellen Moore question, but it's okay. Right, right, right. Ranks right up there. <laughs> we bounce back and we move forward. Spike Gaskin joins the show. What's happening, Spike? What's up, fellas? What's up, doing? brother? Excited for Clearwater next week. I know. You, you ready to get your tan on or what? Dude, I need a tan real bad. <laughs> I, I I went to speak at students at Rowan University earlier this week. I saw that. My neck of the woods, yeah. Y- yes, that is real South Jersey. That's South South Jersey. <laughs> and uh, and I saw the video of it, and I was like, man, I need some sun real bad. <laughs> so, were you, were you, would you? How would you rate yourself as a as a, one of those things? Are you uh, inspiring? Speaker. Are you inspiring for the? Kids I'm good at it. I am good at that. Yeah, I think I think of the. I would I would rank myself in the top five percent of of communications college speakers. I'm pretty good at it. That's good. I'm I'm wow, I'm pretty humble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there, I'm not, I'm not no good at that many with, things. Yeah, I have the to, es- also, yeah. the asking last name. I mean, there's no such thing as being humble, right? <laughs> uh, I would say I'm, I'm humble occasionally, but I am... Let's see. I have I've probably three skills in my entire life, that being one of them. So I should be proud of that one. Well, how, how, do, you think your, how do you think your dad's going to do at the um, commencement speech? Yeah. Oh, when he, when he – the doctorate thing? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be wild. <laughs> I just, we, we simply need to send Elliot to stream the thing. Yeah. I think we need to send Elliot as our official reporter. He needs to ask questions beforehand. He needs to stream the entire thing, and he needs to ask questions afterwards. Well, and if, and if, he, you know, if he gets any content out of it, he is legitimately Captain Clickbait. But it, Correct. But, and <laughs> he did that whole thing where he wouldn't call Doc Rivers Doc. We, we will not call him Doctor. <laughs> We will not be calling him Doc. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I might. I might. I, oh. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> well, definitely not Dr. King, though. We're going to call no, him No, not Dr. Dr. King. No. Jeez. <laughs> On the last day of February, exactly. he can't help himself. Dr. Eskin. Uh, all right, Spike, well, about a week ago, you set this whole thing on fire. Um, <laughs> what, what was your reaction You know, a week later to kind of the whole uh, A.J. Brown conversation we had here on the show? Can I be honest with you? I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm, I love I love all my partners at w, WIP. Um, I love my teammates, everyone. I was real disappointed with how everyone spent the entire day afterwards kissing his ass, or on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I give him credit for calling, but we can't be so subservient to star players and so honored by the the grace of their presence that we ignore the things that they say simply because we're happy that they acknowledged we exist. And I felt like I heard a lot of that the next day. I, I do, look, he said he was going to call, and he called. He didn't sound like a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. But just a couple of things is that he wanted us to take responsibility for things that we did not do, and he does not take any responsibility for the things that he did do. And a lot of, I, I heard A.J. Brown's a leader, wants to lead this team, yada, yada, yada. A.J. Brown is a lot of the reason why the conversation started around things being wrong with the Eagles this year. A.J. Brown is the one who decided not to talk for several weeks. A.J. Brown is the one to, who decided to blow up on his quarterback on the sideline. A.J. Brown is the one who publicly said that the players were not running the plays that the coaches called. A.J. Brown is the one who scrubbed all of the Eagles stuff from his social media. A.J. Brown is the one who on several podcasts would not answer questions about whether he wanted to be here. And A.J. Brown is the one who will not address specifically whatever is going on with him and Jalen. And I know he, he can say that that is not our, our, you know, that's his friendship and his, you know, his life. And he doesn't have to share that. But they were the ones that, that whole FaceTime, we're so happy to play with each other thing. Godfather of my child thing. We don't know about that if it's not for them. I, I didn't hack into and Jalen Hurts' cell phone to see how happy they were to play with each other. They put that out there. So I, I and and also he's not telling the truth about his Twitter account being hacked. So his Twitter account was hacked, and the person who hacked it had the same exact complaints that AJ Brown had. Like, what are we talking about? And on top of it all. The, the clip that he got mad at that he posted was not even about him that I said. It wasn't even about him. So I, I guess I just, while I, I understand his, his disappointment with, 
with how the reaction was in the city, whether it be fans and media, because I do think, and I, you said this, I do think he's conflating the two a bit because these guys look online and they see media and they see fans and it, it's all the same, right? It all sort of blends into one thing. But we didn't start any rumors at WIP about A.J. Brown. Yep. The only thing that could even be close to it, I guess, was when you guys did the certain A.J. Brown show. But that was never a rumor. It was a would you trade X for Y, which we've done on, on WIP for the entire three decades of its existence. So I guess my thing, and, and I wish I was there. And uh, some people ask me, they actually asked me at Rowan why I wasn't there. I, I'm not there every day yet. And I mm-hmm. can't just drop what I have here to just show up in in case that maybe maybe aj brown calls at some point during an entire day mm-hmm. i would love to ask him the questions about it i i would love to go further into why media acts the way they do why fans act the way they do and why players act the way they do but i just don't think he was held accountable for the things that he did or or he does not hold himself accountable for the things that he did he wants it to be our fault that things went wrong our fault that there's controversy around the team but it isn't it isn't. It's their fault. So that's that's my my thing. I have nothing against him. I don't think you know. I heard Hugh saying he's not Terrell Owens. I I don't know Terrell Owens. Ter- they they seem both. They they seem have some similar personality traits, but they seem different. AJ Brown seems like a a good guy, I guess. And I I don't have a problem with him personally. He's obviously a, an amazing player, but I just think that that his perspective that day did not show me anything about him as a, a player or a person or a leader. It showed me that he was pissed off that people are talking about him on the internet. Like that's essentially what he was mad about. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking about me bad on the internet? Is mm-hmm. and welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> because we're we're all in that club. So that's a lot, but I've been thinking about it since Monday and it it's driven me crazy the entire week. Yeah, I mean I think I think you, you hit a lot of a lot of that on, on the head as far as what the overall, I guess, context of what he was calling in about versus what actually happened, right? right? So he's calling in with one agenda. He wants to address why everyone isn't necessarily in support of him, why are we creating negative narratives and things of that nature versus understanding why people want answers to what happened at the end of the season. Right. Like, that's really, that's really, like, he wanted to talk about us media wise um, being critical constructively, or even if those, I mean, if somebody wanted him traded or what have you, he, he wanted to spend more time on that versus what really happened down the stretch at the end of the season. And, man, I tell you, I've never been in this situation uh, with a player who is so headstrong or he only wants to go one way and it's like, okay, he doesn't want to talk about these things or talk about the things that a lot of fans would want to hear about as far as the season and how it ended. He just wants to get this off his chest and there's not much here to get off his chest. Like there's not much there after you're, after you say, why are you guys being haters? And it's like, Oh, we're not being haters. We're just doing our job basically. Okay. Then where do we go from there? After that, if you don't want to dive more into what happened with the end of the season. Sure. And and to be clear, I thought you guys did as well as you could have done since the, the Kellen Moore question. I thought, <laughs> but, but to yeah. your point, he didn't really want to engage in that. Yeah. And and if you're going to say, 
your his job is to win football games. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't think we're doing our job, they didn't do their job either. You know that that's and and I just I think the I, I think the whole thing is is that it ended bad, and he has not been around here when things end bad. Mm-hmm. And it is a intense market that that celebrates like no other market when things go well, but is upset like no other market when things don't. And I just don't think, I think the context of how bad the end of the season was, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. When the only thing that we have to compare it to from an Eagles perspective, really, is the Cotite 7-2 and two to 7-9, uh, to and, and maybe the last year of Andy, which was really, really bad, the mm-hmm. Jason Babin hating the fans, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When those are the only two things that we really can compare it to in our lives as Eagles fans, that's pretty bad. You know, that ranks up there pretty badly. And when Andy had that year, Andy got fired. And when Rich Kotite had that year, Rich Kotite got fired. And the Eagles had this year, and Nick Sirianni didn't get fired. And and the, the players are the same. So I guess a lot of people are wondering, well, if it's not the coach, coach normally gets fired after that, then what is it? And he didn't want to answer to that. And all he wanted, to your point, all he wanted to hear was, why are you guys so, so mad or why are you being haters? We're not being haters where we want to love this is that the preferred the preferred mood in philadelphia around sports is not angry it, no matter what the rest of the country thinks we do not prefer to be angry we prefer to be happy and it was the opposite of that at the end of the sequel well season. there's nothing been more true on the internet than the the meme of philly fans are either cocky or distraught yes <laughs> like, there's, there's no in between no <laughs> there's no in between at all but that's what like that's what love is like that's what passion is like people always forget they say we're the most passionate fans passion is not always great they call it a crime of passion. <laughs> passion passion sometimes can lead you to be, you know, unreasonable in both ways. When you're unreasonably affectionate, when you're happy, when you're celebrating, everybody loves it. When you're the other way, nobody loves it. So I just I hope whatever happens with AJ Brown, whether he's I assume he'll be on the Eagles, whether he is or he's not, I just hope he goes in with a with somebody gives him a perspective about what everyone's job is here because the the job of WIP is not to be cheerleaders. In fact, we are important in holding people a- accountable. That that's what the radio stations for. Now, when things are going well, we turn into cheerleaders, but the entire job is not to just, you know, pat them on the butt and tell them that you'll get them next time. That's not our job. That that might be somebody else's job, but it's not ours. I honestly just look at it as a situation um, he talked about it, and it really goes both ways. Just misunderstood. He feels like he's misunderstood with the way he does things, the way he leads, the way he can be uh, passionate on the sideline and holding his teammates accountable and things of that nature, even to where we perceive that. And I feel like he just misunderstands what we do uh, in this field and how media works in this town. He's been here two years and for the majority of those two years, they've been successful. And this is the first little bit of adversity that he's had to deal with in his town. He doesn't necessarily understand that there's a long list of star athletes that have played in this town that just have to deal with this and a lot worse than what has happened with the end of this team, uh, with this team, and particularly him. Honestly, 
He didn't even catch as much flack. He just chose to address it. Like nobody, yes, sure. nobody said AJ Brown is the reason the Eagles lost or he's terrible. Any of those things. Like he just chose to take this on himself when we were really being more critical of other facets of the team. He's the one guy from a production standpoint that nobody had any real complaint about at all. That's a good point. I didn't hear anybody complaining about. Yeah, nobody complained about AJ Brown as a player. Like, yeah. We just wanted to know whether or not you were happy being here and were you upset at the quarterback? Are y'all good? Right. Is everything okay with you guys moving forward? And, like, I just think he didn't necessarily understand that angle of it from this perspective versus he was so much worried about why, why are people being negative about A.J. Brown when really you're just you're hearing snippets of things and you're just lumping everybody into one bowl. We really should have been more positive about the losing six of seven and losing to the Bucks in the playoff game. I, <laughs> I agree. That, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Get them next year. Yeah. There's always, the sun shall rise. Exactly right. Jack, you I, know, there will be another season. Ike for or, uh, Spike for the pair of jelly roll tickets. What's something in life you don't get? <laughs> Do I really have a chance at a jelly roll? I no, ask you, you this you, every time. No, you don't get a chance. <laughs> but I'm curious something in life that you don't get. I do not get what do I not get? I should have thought of one because I knew you were going to ask me. Yeah, no. I actually don't get people who like cold weather. Oh, I love cold weather. I I used to, and as I've gotten older, maybe it's because my joints are creakier than they were previously. <laughs> right. But all I can think it. about at this point is it's like I don't know. Maybe the global warming thing might be okay if it reaches <laughs> up here in the. In Philly, I guess. Well, it's I don't year. know. I, I never thought I would be somebody who retired to a warmer climate, but every year I get older, I think about retiring to a warmer climate. Well, don't worry, buddy. We'll be in clear water next week, so yes. you, you'll be nice and warm. Sun will shine. The sun will shine. Uh, let's go to Chuck and Mount Airy. What's happening, Chuck? Hey, Jack. I, yo, Spike. What's up, buddy? What's up? What up, Chuck? Hey, man. Good job. Good job, Spike. Good job setting the record straight. You hear me? And now I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to talk about something right now that I woke up and I had, it was on my mind, and I got to bring it up, man. I got to talk about it. It has nothing to do with the Eagles. It has nothing to do with the Phillies right now. And the Phillies will win the, the East this year, and, and, and Bryce Harper's going to be MVP. That's right. But I got something else that I woke up and I'm a little upset about because there's a rain, you know, it's a cloud over my team. That's the 76ers, okay? I hear Ike saying now he has no expectations of 76ers. You know why you got no expectations of 76ers? Because yeah. that big seven foot two. And we're number 21, okay? I'm sick of this, all right? He is the sole reason why the 76ers, and you call him the process? All you people out there call Joel and B the process? I thought the process is when you actually move towards something and have an ultimate ending, all right? And that's the championship. He has not getting close to that at all. This time he did it in a different way. He got hurt earlier than what he normally does, where, where Gerald Moore's hands was tied behind his back, and he wasn't able to make a trade to make this team a better team and a championship contender team. Now we got out there the, the process 2.0. Those those campaigns suck. Okay, Mobamba suck. Okay, uh, uh, Buddy Hill, who's nothing but an eighth place, an eighth uh, playoff the bench. Okay, and you guys want to give me a criticize Tyree Maxey? He has nobody playing with, man. You know what? Joel and D did it to us again in a different way. And I'm not listen. He's the reason. Why the 76ers for years now, and I keep going back to 01, I keep reliving those years, because that's the year where I had joy as a Sixers fan, okay? We got to put off another year, okay, of competing for a championship because this big seven-foot-two loser 
So now you're not now now you're mad at now you're mad at Joel because because Kaminga fell on his knee, right? You're mad at Joel because of that. His ass stayed on the ground. He should have got up. I, I kind of agree with you on that, though. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah. You see people diving for loose balls, and you going to lay on the ground, know you had a knee injury, and he should have been in the game anyway. The only game because he wanted to win MVPs. His mindset, his mindset sucks. And you know why he wants to be the best player on a team that sucks like this? So everybody can uplift him and do what you're doing now. Say the system, God forbid, they get rid of him. He ain't nothing without, without we ain't nothing without Joel. Well, we're not. Well, we're not. Well, you see us. Do you see us without Joel right now? How do we look? It, it doesn't matter. Like what I'm trying to say is the guy mindset is that this is what he thinks of. Well, wait till, wins, wait till he wins Olympic gold player. for Team USA. He'll win there. He's a loser, okay? Shut and up, he doesn't Jack. give a damn about nobody but himself, Jack. Okay? And you guys, this is what he wants. He wants everybody to sit there and say, oh, my God. And just request the trade, will you? If you request the trade, I have no respect for him. At least I know you want to win. He want to play with these bums. How do you He's get this upset? Loser. He hasn't played in six weeks, and you're still you're you're irate right now. How do you get this upset, Chuck? Because it's, it's been ten years of this, man. My team's been held hostage, hostage, handcuffed because of this loser, man. And they keep trying to build a team around this seven foot loser. I am sick of it. I'll have the witch in. I love the 76ers. Love them, man. And I cannot get with this, man. Okay, putting it off another year. Darren Moore couldn't do anything because this guy got hurt. And they keep having their future on this guy. When will the Sixers learn? When will Philadelphia learn? This guy is the biggest dog crap I've ever seen in my life. And Crystal Pins talking you, you little stupid-ass laundromats. You can take him with you. Why don't you put him in a washing machine in your laundromat and watch him because he's a dumb. He's a loser. Man, Bryce Harper is going to hit so many home runs after listening to that, Chuck. Face of the city, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about Joel. All right, like what's something or uh, Chuck? Oh, what's something in life you don't get? <laughs> I don't, I don't. Listen, besides people loving Joel, I don't get why I can't pump my own gas in Jersey. I agree. I'm yeah. Pray for my car. I'm out. Peace, man. Right. Yo, he, Chuck was <laughs> full Jesus out of breath pump. by the end of that. Now, this is how you get back up to your number one spot, too, as the number flying, one caller. Flying back up. I mean, he Jeez. went down He went down a little bit during the football season. Rios took him over because Rios had the – he had the – The the, the, um, the pump-up speech. The pump-up yeah. speech every week, you know, and Chuck kind of fell off from that point. But this – Joel Embiid gets his blood boiling, and there's nothing he hates worse than me praising Joel Embiid. And the fact that I, he heard me say – I have reshuffled my expectations with the team. I knew that 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 just got his his blood boiling right there, Spike. That's 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 Chuck right there for you, buddy. You remember Chuck? Yeah, I know. I remember Chuck well. I just Joel hasn't played in a month and has a <laughs> torn meniscus in his knee. Yeah, it don't, I, it don't I, matter. Yes, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. He, he could he could have broken his leg, and, <laughs> yes. and Chuck would be saying, "Get back out there." Yeah. You know uh, what? By the way, yes. speaking of Joel, man, he is. He's not perfect at it, but he's sort of the model about how to consume Philadelphia fans and media. Like as 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 bad as it has been for him around here, and he's beloved, but he's beloved and held, I think, to a high standard. Like he gives it back every once in a while, all that kind of stuff. But he seems like most of it he lets roll off his back. So I I don't know if he's heard Chuck before. There's no way he's heard Chuck. No way. <laughs> There's a zero percent chance. He's I don't think he's listening to WIP. Yeah, I don't no, think he's finding that on the uh, the dial. Yeah, probably not yet. He will be. 
I'm sure he will be. Speaking of Joel Embiid, he talked today. Uh, <laughs> gave, gave some comments. We'll play that on the other side. Spike is hanging Save out. Save those for Chuck. Are they in, are they inspirational? For I think for Sixers fans, not for Chuck. You know, I don't think it's going to make Chuck feel any better. Uh, we'll play that on the other side. Spike's hanging with us for the end of the show. Uh, for a pair of tickets to see Jelly Roll, give us something in life you don't get. Uh, we'll go back to all your phone calls and what did Joel Embiid say about if he'll be back next year or this year. Uh, all that's coming up on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz. Ike Reese, and uh, joining us for the rest of the show is the one and only Spike Eskin. Speaking of the Sixers, you can come watch the Sixers game tomorrow oh, with, <laughs> with, with me and Elliot Jerk Parks, live from McGurk's in, uh, in Fort Washington. Have some uh, $3.75 uh, Coors Light pints. There will be Sixers and Coors Light branded merch giveaways, and we can rant about Tobias Harris together. It'd be, it's going to be a beautiful evening. So come hang out with me and uh, me and Elliot tomorrow on the Clap Your Hands World Tour. There, Spike, the Clap Your Hands World Tour. Just a couple of just a couple of basketball guys hanging out at McGurk's watching the Sixers, talking hoops, talking yeah. hoops. What, what, that, that, what we love to do. Bird's Town Hall is McGurk's again, right? Yes, yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, great. Yep. Uh, so Joel Embiid spoke earlier today uh, about his status when when he might be back. Gave updates on all that. Here is Joel Embiid. Joe, are you going to come back this this season? Uh, that's the plan. Uh, obviously, everything has to go right. That's uh, hard, you know, getting healthy and, and being as close as um, yeah, as I'm supposed to be. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. What's the, is there? What's the timeline if everything goes right? Um, I mean, there's there's really no timeline. Uh, like it all depends on. You can never tell how the body reacts, um, especially once you start ramping up. Um, so, I mean, it all depends on how it feels and, um, and if it feels great, then uh, that's good. And if it doesn't feel like it's right, then you gotta, you know, you gotta keep going. My question to you is, but why come back? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, after injury like this, some people may say, you know what? Let me just rest up for next well, year. Um, the same reason why I was pushing uh, the you know the last couple of games. I, I just love playing basketball. I want to be on the floor as much as possible. What do you think about that, Spike? Uh, do you think he comes back? And at some point here, would you consider just shutting him down, or would you play him no matter what? Play him no matter what. If he wants to play, he can play. If if the doctors say that he can play and he wants to play, he can play. You you're. You only get so many shots at this, and Embiid at 80% is better than, you know, 85% of the NBA players at 100%. So I'm going to take my shot at it all going right one of these times, and it can't go right. I can tell you that, you know, if he comes back and he's not fully healthy, which is probably what's going to happen, they have a very low chance of winning the championship, but without him coming back at all, they have zero and I'll take very low over zero anytime. So th- that's that's my gut. If he wants to come back at at you know, and he's he's only seventy five percent there, and he misses every third game, all that kind of stuff, I will take that over him not playing. One condition: if it's just if it's the play in, I'm not bringing him back. Mm. Dude, that the let me tell you, the the Heat were in the finals last year; they were in the play in. The Lakers were in the Western Conference Finals; they were in the play in. I just we don't, have, we don't we don't have we don't have LeBron James, winner. 
or Jimmy Butler. We don't have either one of those guys. We don't have the culture that those two teams had, particularly Miami, because that's what they went off, guts, gal, culture, DNA. You know, they aren't the most talented team, but they have something in them that they buy into and that they, they've been through it already. It's their second trip to the finals. I'm saying this. Here's where I'll, here's where I'll meet you halfway at. If they get out of the play-in, meaning they win the play-in games and make it to an actual series, then I'm okay with bringing him back. Then I'm you're okay. The guy, yeah. you're, gonna, you're like the guy that's going to leave your closer sitting in the dugout as yep. you lose the game because you didn't bring him in in the eighth inning yes. when you needed to get through the eighth. Yes. That's yes. I, I just don't I, – I, first of all, I don't think he's going to be anywhere near playoff ready and ready to go. Secondly – depending on when he does come back and how many of these games they get in, with this new team, they have to all of a sudden put a system around Joel Embiid that these guys are comfortable playing in, and I have to expect them to go out and actually be able to beat teams that have been fighting to get in the playoffs all year long and playing. He's not going to be ready to go, and he's going to go out there and give us 110% effort like he tries to when he goes out there. And I'm more concerned at a Joel Embiid who's not completely healthy or, or in shape, can actually do further damage. And we have no shot at winning a title. No I'd, shot at winning a title. I'd rather get the higher draft pick. I don't care about a damn I don't care about draft I don't care about a draft pick. No, no. Yeah. Come on. Spike process 2.0. Get the higher draft pick. They're not winning the title this year. Stop. Now, I agree with that, but I don't care about a draft pick. Well, if you have a chance to get a higher draft pick or bring back in beat. The plan, the plan is, is you win one game. Is one game. So yeah. so you're telling me that because they're the seven seed and they gotta win one game, that then you don't bring Joel back. What if they're unless, the ten seed? Yeah, well, they're not, they might not even be the seven seed. You yeah, what if they're the ten seed? They're not gonna be the ten seed. They, they're, they're, well, they're even close to it. Dude, there's I was looking at the schedule last night. There are nine games over the rest of their schedule that are that are Charlotte's, Brooklyn's, those sorts of teams. Yeah, the winnable games, yeah. The winnable games. That puts you at forty two, which means you basically need which means you're out of the nine or the ten seed, by the way, with 42 wins, and then you win four more, and you're at 46, and you're probably at the six seed. There, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I'm, I don't know what are we saving him for for another year next year where he gets injured again? Like if he, <laughs> if he can go, let him go. I, I'm just that I, I didn't used to be that way. When maybe five years, three, four years ago, I wasn't that way. This way, I'm just. You never know when when Kevin Durant's going to tear an Achilles, when when Clay Thompson's going to tear an ACL, mm-hmm. when and then all of a sudden when Derrick Rose is going to tear an ACL, where all of a sudden you're in a series with a team you didn't think you could beat, and somebody gets hurt, and and all of a sudden you can beat them. I I don't want it to happen for somebody else. I don't want someone else to have some magical run with it. A, can you imagine how awful it would be to see the the Knicks or the Celtics waltz to the the finals because because well, Giannis broke his leg or something? I don't. I, well, the Celtics play. are going to waltz to the finals. Mm, they are. I don't know. I mean, unless unless Doc somehow has a miraculous recovery with them Bucks, I don't see how anybody else can beat the uh, Celtics. Now, mm. now in, one in the East. Now, one thing that could save the Sixers, and I want to know if you guys are on board with this. There's a, a push for a standing ovation for Tobias mm. Harris. <laughs> Even I'm not in favor of this. 
everyone, if anyone does that, they should be sent home immediately. There's gonna be, there's gonna be twelve people standing, and they're gonna look like the biggest dorks in in the world. Well, the the standing ovation uh, commander has spoken. Yeah, and we've he gone says too no. far. We've yeah. gone too far. The Tobias Harris is where we draw the line. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and I'm a Toby guy. Yeah, and that, yeah, that, that that's too far. Yeah. How's Tobias Island? Not good. Taking yeah. on water. It's lonely. Yeah, it's by myself. I'm over there by myself though. It's taking on water. Me, me and the crumble cookie people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't trade him for that though. Yeah, again. Are we sure Daryl Morey knows what a winning basketball look player looks like? Mm, not sure. Wait a minute. Daryl Morey did not acquire Tobias Harris. He held on to him for three years. He didn't have any choice. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, nobody was taking Tobias Harris, He's man. A, he could have <laughs> traded him this year. Could have traded him last offseason. For off who? Season. For what? How are I they going to trade him? I don't care. I don't care who we traded him for. Uh, what about every deadline? I would have trading for James Harden. I mean, like losing basketball players all over this team. I mean, Paul Reed, loser. Kelly Oubre, loser. Buddy Heald, loser. Tobias Harris, Hold on, man. Loser. You out on Buddy already? Yeah, I'm out. Campaign, loser. <laughs> Mo Bamba, loser. I mean, how it's up and down the roster, littered with them. The, this whole roster of losers, when Embiid was playing, was 28-7 and seven and had the best yeah, point differential in the NBA. He's that good. All these losers. He's that good. Plus, Jack, Jack's been distraught since Pat Bev got traded. He, he didn't know what the hell to do. Yeah, they had, they had a winner. Wait a minute. Lowry's a winner. Yeah, Lowry's fine. Batum's a winner. Yes. Melton's a winner. Maxie's a winner. Yeah. What are we talking about here? Three? You're giving me three? Well, I I don't know. You're selling me on a title run? Sixers fever? Is Chris Apps Porzingis a winner? No, he's a loser. Okay. Well, so is Dame a winner? (laughs) That's to be determined. Okay. Have you heard about Dame time? <laughs> he didn't run from the grind. I know. I know. Uh, well, let's go back to the phones. Herb in the Northeast. What's happening, Herb? What's going on? Spike? All right, Spike, my you need to help man. me through this phone call. Okay, Spike? Oh, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to get the Herb call. I think this is my first Herb call. What's up, Herb? What's up, Sarah? I agree. Uh, Spike, I got a new nickname for you. It's going to be called Spike with the L on the end. All right? Spiko? Yeah. That's a horrible nickname. Why Why are you calling him Spiko? Let, nah, I like that name, Spiko. Let me ask you. You've been in New, you've been in New York a couple of years. How many times did you go to Cax's Deli, and how many times did you go to Ben's Kosher Deli? Well, so the issue is I don't eat meat or dairy, so the delis aren't aren't really – Aren't really great but for me. But how many times have you gone? Is this question, Spike? Zero. Right. Okay. Zero. So your, your, dad never, your dad never took you there. Well, my dad doesn't live here. Up up here. I'm all. I know it sounds crazy. I'm almost fifty. I live all by myself. <laughs> and <laughs> you should you should move back in with your with your parents for a little bit. I mean, that'd be good content for the show. Yeah, it'd be great content for the show. <laughs> after I I run run for the hills, that'd be that's not going to happen. No, I didn't go to either deli. I'm sorry, Herb. I'm just, I'm just, you know, playing around with you. That's all. Spiko. Uh, Spiko. You know what? I, I think Joel Embiid is going to be playing somewhere between March 15th and, and March 20th. I believe that. Why do you think That's that? A five-day window. I just, I just, because that injury is usually like four or five weeks. That surgery, you could be ready to go. Do you have experience so, with that, Herb? I mean, you sound like a professional on this. We'll see. You know, uh, I think he could do it. I did it in one month, so I don't know why he can't do it in uh, five weeks or so. 
Uh, I had the same injury a long time ago. There it is. Uh, but I'm not seven foot two. Nope. Uh, but anyway, the Phillies won five nothing, and I uh, saw Jeremiah Trotter, six foot, two hundred and thirty pounds. That's junior. Our, that's our future. That's our future, Herb. He might be the next Brian Dawkins if you know how to use that. Well, he's Brian Dawkins was a safety though. Yeah, well, you never know. Safety bliss. That's what he does. That's his specialty. That's true. Her, uh, Ike, do you think that Jeremiah Trotter could transition to safety? No. Okay. I, just want to I sure. think, you know, a lot of guys, I know a lot of linebackers, the kids that played at George Washington, played for the Ravens, and they were, they were, they were like 5'11", 6' But, you know, it was hard for them to get on the field. They could play. They were good. They played in college, but it was hard to get, you know. But uh, he's, you know, I saw a little a little bit of uh, him last night on TV. Like what you saw? And I like, like I was telling you, yeah, he, he can move around and oh, yeah. upset and uh, run in the running game. He can make the tackles. He knows what he's doing. All right, Herb. So we'll see if the Eagles uh, can pick them in the second. Oh, we're drafting. Yeah, we yes, we're we're drafting yep. her. Appreciate don't you worry about that. How was that? How, was, how would you rate that? If I got the run, that was better. It was Much better? better. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had the pressure of Spike. You know, I just found out that the draft is in Detroit. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard Detroit is coming back. Yeah. It is. It actually is. But I didn't even I'm like, hold on. The NFL draft is in Detroit? Meanwhile, they, they picked on us here. It was a great draft in Philadelphia. I mean, it, was oh, a, it was awesome. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know how exciting people are going to be about going to Detroit for the draft. No, I don't think very excited. <laughs> I don't think very excited at all. What, are they going to be down like, at Ford Field? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where they're going to have it at or anything. Yeah, I have no idea. Is it going to be at Eminem's house? I mean, <laughs> how about Eminem it's coming out of the Woolworth to jump to jump on the Lions bandwagon? Oh man, I hadn't seen Eminem that much in, since the the weird mid game interview uh, that With, college uh, football Brent game. Yes. Yeah, dude, what the hell was that? Uh, we'll go back to the phones here one second, but first, here's Ike. Hey, this is perfect knowing that Spike is on. Spike is a know-it-all, right? Sure no, is. wait. Yeah. <laughs> sure is. What is going on? This, this is Natural Lawn, right? Yes. I love Natural Lawn. They, they do make – because, you know, you move to the uh, – hang on a second. Oh, I'm here sorry. we go. Now you get the phone going off. Well, it's my laptop. You are a know-it-all. Sorry. Anyway, the, the thing with the, the lawn is you move to the suburbs, you need a good lawn. There was, there was total pressure when I moved to the suburbs. And Natural Lawn did help out, but I'm mm-hmm. not a know-it-all. Would you well, describe me as that? Well, you know, okay. sort of. Right. I don't think it's a, a negative, though. Yeah, you yeah. certainly know a lot. Okay. Yeah, trustworthy. Right. Yeah, know okay. it all is kind of a negative connotation, but okay. I didn't write the read, though. Okay. But right. I'll start over but you, again. But you had your hand in that. Yeah, well, no, I didn't, but I, I, I emphasized <laughs> the beginning of you it. Said like, you said sure, you make sure you get that line in there about Spike being a know-it-all. Spike is a know-it-all, and he's been telling me repeatedly about his experience with Natural Lawn of America. Natural Lawn has been creating green lawns quickly, more naturally, and with fewer weeds since 1987. Their technicians have worked to determine specific needs of your lawn, reducing the need for chemicals and creating a safer lawn for you, your family, and your pets. Take advantage of Natural Lawn's limited-time offer. Free seeding every year. Boy, I tell you, those Eskins, they love their freebies. I just saw the king walk by, too. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds. 
Guaranteed. You guys, you guys really do like your freebies too. <laughs> I do not. Like then you get lumped in with your dad on that. I know. What's yes. going on with that? Well, we got we got some positive reviews so far, Spike, on on your uh, your appearance on the show today. Uh, do we? On Twitter, yeah. Someone said, thankfully, it appears that the son, Spike Eskin, will speak his mind and not be an Eagles ass kicker, kisser like his father. Oh, oh no. some, some, there you go. Positivity on, oh, no. on Twitter. <laughs> uh, the Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers. Extensive collection for the perfect gift. Online, marks-jewelers.com. Spike, I'm curious your thoughts on this. Does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? 52% saying no big deal. It's basically 50-50, Spike. Of course it matters. This, the, you, so I'm listening to you guys talk about this. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when you're talking about draft picks in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you don't need the first pick. You can get a good player <laughs> with the seventh pick. And I was like, well, okay, but would you rather have the first pick or the seventh pick? But you can get a good, right. You want to be, first of all, the, the goal is to be the best team in baseball. The goal is to win the division. The goal is not to get into the playoffs and hope you get hot. Of course, that's how it ends up working out. But you have a better chance of getting hot if the team is better. Now, the the only thing that is a little weird after last year is the whole time off after the regular season ends. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that makes me a little nervous. Mm -hmm. Only thing. But I I think it matters. I think think wanting to win the NL East matters. Yes, and and they should be striving to do that. I, I would settle for a, you know, a, a down to the wire sort of battle with the Phillies and the Braves for the National League East. Because at least if they if they come up short of winning the division, they'll still have the intensity of the end of the season going into the playoffs where they've been playing sort of playoff baseball. Listen, you win ninety five games and the Braves win ninety seven, or you win ninety seven and the Braves win hundred. Like that's whatever. That, that's, yeah. that's a little different. Yeah. I just don't want it being a ten plus game yes. differential between the two teams. Like be an actually good team. Like they oh, have spike your dogs. I know. We yeah. got Rebel, dude, the phone's so, going off like dude, what do you want I gotta get down there. I got I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, the friggin' the male the male lady came and the dog hates her and he went nuts. Yes. I don't care. Well you guys are you guys are anti uh, anti post people? No, I love I love mail. Well, if she rings the doorbell, it's over. Yeah, the dog, the dog, the dogs go crazy. I love yeah. mail's an interesting like. <laughs> mail's great. You kidding? Mail's <laughs> the most fun. Uh, Spike, what did you think of? What's your big takeaway from the Nick and Howie press conference? What are we doing with Nick, man? <laughs> that, that's my whole. What's this guy saying up here? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was my whole thing. I'm, I'm watching it. Howie just did his normal Howie thing. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. But the I'm watching Nick, and I'm just like, is it possible? Is it to, is it possible that he is this bad speaking in front of people? But when he's in the room in the locker room, when he's when he's doing game plan, that he's actually smart and good and motivated. Is it possible that you could be both of those things? And I just keep ending up with absolutely not. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I'll say I this. I, I think he's better in the former of those two. You know, if he's behind closed doors, he's talking to his players, he can talk football, and he can be honest with his players. I think where he sort of struggles at is where he has to get up there and he's trying to avoid certain answers right. or he's trying to avoid going down certain paths, right? You know you know how this thing works. They They have sort of a media game plan 
before they come out and speak to the media. And they want him to stick to that script, right? They want him to sort of stick to these are the things that we can focus on, that we need to focus on. We don't need to be as open and honest about this or that because that could lead to more questions, and which also leads to Nick having to answer stuff on his feet. Like he has to be quick on his feet if somebody is following up with certain questions. And I think that's just an area he struggled with. He struggled with it from this first interview. He got a little better in 2022, although he didn't have to answer many tough questions because they won so many games. He didn't necessarily have to deal with it. But we saw it. We saw that the struggle came back. Yeah, yeah. This season. Well, and people it were, came back this season. People kind of just stopped paying attention to what Nick was saying because they were winning all the time. Because they were winning. But yep. when, when we're looking for answers, yes. And we're he- I just I, I left every pre- press conference not feeling confident that I that the coach knew what he was doing. Yeah. But you, you know what's weird though? So when Doug first started, I felt mm-hmm. the same way about Doug when yep. he started. Yep. But as when you do 150 press availabilities in a year, you most people. Like Doug got better at it. He got better at handling Angelo. He got better in the press conferences. He got he got more confident. He got snippy. I, he got snippy, he got, Doug. He got snippy. He also became unafraid of saying whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess I just I worry about a guy that is the that is essentially the CEO of your football team that you're terrified of speaking in public because he might say something wrong. Yeah, like, it just says a lot about what they think of him that they have his 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 hands tied so much when he when he talks. I mean, he Elliot Elliot asked him at the end of the I was talking to Elliot about this. The end of the press availability, Elliot said, "Hey, what one thing did you learn from how last year ended?" And he talked for four minutes and did not give one thing that he learned. How is that even possible? How could well, you? Well, he doubled and tripled down on the core values. <laughs> right. What? That's crazy. What, yeah. what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was it was disheartening. It just if you're not going to let him say anything, then don't send him to the combine. Don't let him <laughs> even let him talk. You know, that's a good point because it's not mandatory to go to the combine. Right. So what are we doing? Why are we doing? Yeah, that's that? a good point. Uh, Mike is in Glassboro. What's happening, Mike? Yeah. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Mike? I just wanted to wish a happy 11th birthday to Flyers legend Simone Gagne, born on Elite Day. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Nice, nice little nugget for you guys on Elite Day. We should have done something, not to, not to cut you off, Mike. We should have done something with famous people born on Leap Year. Well, Eric, Eric, I guess uh, Leap Day, I Eric Kendricks is the only modern, uh, the modern NFL player that was born on a Leap Day. So he's eight years old today. And Tyrese Halliburton in the NBA. I think he's like four or five or something. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about the Phillies. I don't really think it's like vital that they win the NL East because we saw they could they can go on a run regardless. But I do think it's vital that they go out and get like Montgomery or at least another bullpen arm because we saw last year that the pitching let them down. Kimbrel and sometimes Nola gets shaky. I just think adding like you know another ace level guy like Montgomery is is a home run and they they need to go out and do that like asap. Yeah, it would take them from a from a really good rotation that's probably top 5 to the best in the sport. And it would be, it would be just like 11 all over again. Um so yeah, I mean, I don't know if they have to do it, but if they want to sure fire lock in, let's go uh, win a World Series, Jordan Montgomery makes them that much better. I mean, here's my thing. They offer Yamamoto, a guy who hasn't touched an MLB diamond once, 325 million uh-huh. and Jordan Montgomery was just the ace on a World Series winning team, so I feel like that's a no-brainer to offer him the same contract 
I mean, he's he's well. He's we don't have to go three thirty. The, the the difference is is that uh, Yamamoto is twenty twenty five. Money, yeah. but I'm saying like a good contract for what he's worth, for what an ace is worth in the MLB. You're gonna have to pay, you know, a decent, a decent yes. amount. Yeah. Yep. We'll see, Mike. What's uh what's something in life that you don't get? Uh, the Big Bang, and I don't think anybody really gets that. Yeah, it's a big one. The Big Bang. The Big Bang, like the the theory that Earth was created, um, off of the Big Bang. All right. How is that for an explanation? Yep. <laughs> you really nailed that one. Yeah, that's why I was like, yep. <laughs> you sound like I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson right there. Yeah. Just... Neil deGrasse Fritz. Uh, yeah. Do you understand what leap days are, Spike? I did hear the guy explain it. I did not know beforehand, but I did hear the oh, caller explain it. I definitely don't feel it. bad now. Spike did know. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. Mr. Know it all. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get me if somebody get me a freebie. <laughs> uh, Dan's in Mayfair. What's happening, Dan? Hey, what's up, guys? What Hold up, on one man? second. Huh? Hey, what's happening? Hey, uh, real quick, yo, shout out to Chuck. That's my man right there. He he goes hard in the paint. I'm, I'm listening to him on, on his phone call. He's, he's literally making the speakers on my phone crack. He's a yeah, he's intense, yeah. man. He's, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um and um. I think Spike, Spike, you had a real good point, Spike, about AJ Brown earlier. About he hasn't been here that long, so he don't, he don't, he don't really know why, or he don't really, maybe he hasn't really seen what it can be like when when things really hit the fan here. You know what I'm saying? That was, I thought that was a very, uh, very poignant uh, comment there. Um, he knows now. <laughs> and, and and you know what? I feel like. I feel like he didn't even catch it. I feel like things have been worse. And, and he, he, he I, I, as bad as they were at the end of last year, um, things have been worse. And I feel like morale has been in the trenches has been worse. Um, and, I, I, and so, yeah, I didn't really think he caught it that bad. But, you know, it, it's like those receivers, you know how those receivers are. They're a little sensitive. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, also, uh, Eagles, defense. Um, wh- who... Who would you guys? I mean, other than Hassan Reddick, um, who, who would you guys like to see? And, and, and factor in price as well. But who, who would you guys like to see Howie grab in free agency? If, if, if you know you had your your Christmas wish list kind of thing. Man, I, I have to go on the defensive side of the football. And I'm, I'm kind of stuck yeah. between a corner and a safety. Right? It's not. There's a couple safeties out there. Nothing huge. But if 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 Legere Sneed somehow can be gotten, that's where I would kind of go. I, I I'm not as confident about the team drafting a corner and developing them. I think our best cornerbacks have come from signing guys coming off their first contract or trading for guys who are coming off their first contract looking for a deal. Well, yeah, just yeah, say Shalito Shepard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's yeah, something, what's, yeah. a, what's something in life that you don't get then? Okay, this is what I don't get. Well, among many things, but this is this is one of the things I don't get. Um, why do they drive on the other side of the road in like the UK and Japan and thing? Where everywhere else, everywhere else in Europe, everywhere else in China, India, everywhere in America, we all drive on, on the right hand side of the road. It's it's just like yeah, I mean, it, it's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't understand. I, I, know. Re- I guess it, like it, we're like the. Uh, I appreciate the call. I mean, that's like here where we just made up our own measuring systems. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone else uses the metric system. We're we're talking about inches here. You know what I mean? Inches matter. Inches <laughs> really matter. Uh, speaking of uh, the Eagles and hey, the know, Spike, yeah, it's caught on already. And yeah. the uh, the cornerback <laughs> position. I guess they met with three uh, three corners at the combine. 
Okay, the, there the, you go. The Cooper to Kool-Aid? Gene. Kool-Aid? No, 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 no Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Cooper to Gene, the, uh, the cornerback from Iowa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Clemson quarterback Nate Wiggins and the Alabama Sorry, quarterback uh, Tarion Arnold. So um, they are, they're meeting with some corners out in uh, the draft. Well, there's no way we're taking a Clemson corner and then Jeremiah. Correct. Uh, also, I mean, so we've heard out of the out of the combine from Elliot, and then they're going to invest in the linebacker position, and now they're they're interviewing or they're interviewing all these corners. I'm sure that's what they're going to do. I'm, I'm definitely sure that's what they're going to. So do. you think they're going opposite of what they're letting out there? 100. percent 100. percent This is not what they do. <laughs> this is not what they do. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. We're rolling to the five o'clock hour spike. Hanging out with us. Does it matter to you if the Phillies win the NL East this year, or is it no big deal? And for a pair of tickets to go see Jelly Roll, give us something in life you don't get like leap years. But on the other side, a top five to five with Fran. What does Francisco have in store for us today? Oh, boy. His, Bad news. His <laughs> third top five of the week. Does he have it in him? We'll find out next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. Now, it doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win or any NBA game on TNT. How about NBA same-game parlays? They are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash Ike to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. That's FanDuel.com slash Ike. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Wake up! Wake up! Oh, it's horrible. No, no, stop it. Once again, catering to Spike. Spike, you like this? Rocky Mountain Fritz over there. Yeah, it's just a little bit down. Have you seen my flannel today? I wore my mask. Well, he saw it last Thursday. No, I wear it every Thursday. It's the Thursday flannel, man. L.L. Bean Fritz over here. Dude, get me in the woods in the cold. This is perfect, man. Get you in the woods. You'd sit in your house drinking an IPA watching the Phillies. You're not in the woods. Yeah, during the so yeah, during the summer I'm yeah, strictly strictly Phils. But everything else, get me north. Get me north. Uh what do you think about uh Herb's nickname for you, Spike? Are you are you pro it or or anti? Spike O. Dude, I'm taking it. Spike O? Why is it great? Why, why can't you just be Spike? I love it. Spike O. Spike O. I don't know. If it's, is it going to be the new name of the show, too? I don't think so. I don't Jack think so. Jack Oiko Spiko. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I, I feel like that was Herb's way of trying to, like, welcome you in. Like, yeah, we got a nickname for you, Spike. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy asked me if I went to any restaurants, and yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And your dad didn't take you either as you're yeah. approaching 50. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll get back to uh, the phone calls and all this good stuff. But first, it's time for a top five at five with Francisco Rojas. All right, so what I have for you guys today? Mm. Well, we're not going to coming be... a little hotter. Huh? A little, coming a little hotter. A little hotter? Yeah. What do you mean? It's a bit of like a, you, you, a soft in, intro there. Coming the... hot. You, me? Yeah, you. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, how? You're saying, like, you came in like, all right, here's what I got for you today. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll work on it, Jack. I'll work on it. Anyway. Poor guy couldn't even get the, the fifth one yeah. out. You're already yeah. killing I mean, I, I was rolling. I was ready to roll. Yeah, you know? I, know, I, just, I know you're ready to roll. Yeah. I just wanted well, you to you come know, in a little hotter. Here. I have a pace here. Anyway, yeah, I got you. Uh, as I'm being criticized already. Um, so we're not going to be uh, uh, giving Tobias Harris standing ovation tomorrow night. I will be in the building. Moment, you're not going to stand not. up and cheer? No. Nah, 
Will you boo other people that are standing up? I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to sit there and uh, discuss. Okay. Uh, But I decided, uh, since I've been here the last two and a half years, five times uh, that WIP personalities needed a standing ovation. Okay. So, uh, number five, I'm going to get myself off the board here. You guys are my top fives. Yep. Uh, I felt like, you know, I was alone on an island, and I felt like, you know, I could have used a, a, a bit of a boost from, from the audience <laughs> at, at points. Right. So I think that's that's number five. But the good part is is that you, you persevered, right? And well, you, 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 fought, you, yeah. you fought your way through it. I, right. I don't even understand what this list is. What is it again? It's, it's times that WIP personalities needed their own standing ovation. And the first one was himself? Was himself. Yes. yes. So I'm getting myself off the board, Spike. You're not even a personality. You're a producer. Well, we're getting there. He's we're developing into a personality. We're working on it, Spike. Come on, Spike. Please. God. Jeez. I just, I, I don't even, I don't know, I don't know about Restore Fran. order, Spike. Restore yeah. it, man. I don't know about Fran. We're all personalities, I guess. I guess, you know, I guess I don't have to work 30 years But he's developing his own personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's developing his okay. own personality. I was being right, selfish, right. as Jack says, that I am with my music returns. Okay. So apparently I'm being selfish here, too. Okay. That was a good one. I, I agree with you. You had a tough... Tough start to the top five, but you're heating up. Yes. Uh, it's number four. Uh, Hugh Douglas is uh, can can be a little uh, – he can he can misspeak sometimes when it comes to his grammar. Right. Um, I didn't want to pick one instance here, so I, I did a, a tiny compilation. So uh, here you go. Hullabaloo or hoobaloo-boo. <laughs> Jeez. I can't even get it out though. The – Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like you could use a bidding of a standing ovation oh, from. Uh, wow, this is not going to go. Don't do my dog well. like that, man. Yeah, dude, you might want to. Yeah, wait till you Yeah, wait till you sees you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a, it's a positive thing here. I feel, I'm I'm trying to be supportive. You want to get for, for misspeaking? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Listen, I, after what Hugh did to me this week, I support it. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> completely agree. Completely agree, Fran. What's next? Uh, number three is Ike. Uh, when he was uh, when when uh, it was pretty much him on an island uh, defending Carson Wentz. Oh, at a certain yeah, I, point, I definitely needed I felt a standing like you ovation. Needed a standing ovation. Yeah, he uh, needed for some what? Or a hug or something. Yeah, especially yeah. towards the end, like the beginning of 2021. You know, when he was on his way out, I definitely felt like you needed a standing up. Dude, you took one for the team. I did. I think you know, I'm, I'm glad you acknowledged that. So I remember. This is a, a funny story, Jack. I think you probably remember. I remember we're all in the the, the cafe area. And it's lunchtime before you guys went to your meeting. It was when I was program director there. <laughs> and I got some argument with Ike about Carson Wentz. And Ike got more mad at me than I've ever seen Ike get mad at me, ever. And that was when I realized Ike's been, Ike's been holding the flag for this guy for too long. It's, it's going to break him. It's going to break him. <laughs> Got to get rid of him. Got to yeah. get rid of him. For the, well, for the, for the yeah, sake of I don't even spike. remember what the hell that was about, if, if that did happen. All it I happened. know is you, once once you get you, you, you're in the uh, the fight, yeah. you don't even know what you're fighting. You're just fighting everybody that comes at you, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do remember you came back and you apologized, which was – I did – there was there was an apology at some point. I was like, "What?" Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I must have been bad. I don't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah. For because you've gotten we we have gotten pretty loud before, but yes. that one I was like, "Boy, Ike's really pissed off." I like. Hold on. You must have been. Were you, were, were you probing me? What, what yeah, were you doing? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Spike knows. Yeah. That yeah. It. What were you doing? Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm innocent. I'm not saying I'm innocent. <laughs> okay. But he he had the right line that that I think. 
put it over they, the they, top. They put me over the top. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. I mean, it wasn't good, but it was it was interesting to watch. Well, you remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even no, remember No, I didn't it. say anything. I was just sitting there. Yeah, I'm just yes, there. we know. Innocent bystander, per usual. When, when tensions get high, Jack sits by. Yes. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> and we ask about uh, Kellen Moore. That's a good line. <laughs> What's next? Uh, number two. So Paul Jolovitz has had many instances where he could <laughs> could have used a standing O. Yeah. Um, but there was an instance last year where he tried to tell me that sharks weren't fish, and then we then he doubled down on it. So well, I he, had the oh, audio. Jolly, well, Jolly's relentless, man. Yeah. He, he doubles and triples down. I do have the audio here. Go. Oh, let's go. But, you ever hear of a fish catching a guy? I was going to say, what if a shark like eats somebody? You got jaws. What about it? Fish, right? Shark's not a fish. Shark's not a fish? No. Oh, man. Shark's I'm going to dump that. I'm going to dump that so no one hears that. It's not, a, it's not a fish. It's a mammal. Remember when you said sharks aren't fish? No, I didn't. Uh, we have the audio. <laughs> Why would I say sharks aren't fish? <laughs> it happened. And? Well, you're telling me this stuff, so I don't know if I should believe Sharks are a mammal. I don't care. You can uh-huh, sharks fish are fish. You want. Sharks are fish. I didn't decide that. <laughs> That's good, man. That is good. Now, we did, well, I got confused. Because a dolphin is more of a fish than, than it is a mammal, but a dolphin is technically a mammal. Yes. Be careful there, Jack. I know. Yes. I know. Shark, shark is a fish makes sense. They don't ever get out of water. Yeah. So, just to be clear, half of them so far involve Fran or our Fran. <laughs> yeah, okay. but Fran is dominating the top there. five. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, anything, just sure. I just happen to be there. Anything with Jolly. Anything with Jolly. More Jolly is is, is my uh, official position. All right, what's number one? Uh, number one is you, Jack Fritz. I and figured, this just happened, yeah. you know, yeah. about a week ago. You don't have the audio, right? I, of course I do. So, <laughs> let's, uh, let's play. No. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, Kellen Moore, new offensive coordinator, has he reached out? And uh, how are you excited to, to work with Kellen Moore? And what do you think he can kind of bring to this offense? We're not talking about that. We, we, you, you, <laughs> that is, you guys want to talk about what happened. Talk about what happened. <laughs> he answered the question. Well, answered the question. I'm going to clear this up and I'm going to move on. Let's do it. We had the tape right there. Oh, uh, you are slimy. <laughs> wow. You are slimy. He, he, Clean up hitter friend. He came through when it counted with number he did. one. He yeah. did. He did. He got us both, too. So Yeah. Well, mine's a little worse, but. <laughs> Well, it's more recent for sure. Yeah, it is more recent. It's more recent. Listen. <laughs> and he didn't have audio of me and Spike's argument. No, he didn't because it was in the lunchroom. Spike, see, that? See, Spike, they don't know us, Spike. They they don't remember or they don't know what well, TK's in the uh, booth and he's up next. So he sort of remembers yeah. the arguments that you and I used to have over at 400 Market uh, <sighs> up and down the hallways. They started before <laughs> I was even on the air when I was the, when I was the web guy. There's two specific that I remember. One, these are so insane. One was we were arguing about Drew Holiday and Evan Turner. No, no, no. J.J. Redick and Evan Turner. It was J.J. Redick and Evan Turner. And And I I had to be an Evan Turner guy. You're right. And ironically, I was a J.J. Redick guy. And then there was one about maybe about how tall Dwight Howard was. How the hell did you get stuck on that one? I have no idea. Dude, we used to argue about some of the crazy. I don't know if we both sort of just felt the energy to just disagree with each other and just see if we can convince the other of certain things. Like, we, we just made sure we never aligned together. I don't care what the, what the disagreement was or what the subject matter was. 
we were we were rarely on the same page when it came to sports arguments back then. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Yeah. There were a lot of them. We had a but lot. Yeah, of them, yeah. We we've we've uh, we're like sparring partners. <laughs> yeah. Well, once you mosey your way down here, we could we could relive all that good stuff. No, oh, it'd be awesome. In, in all honesty, that's where I gained my respect for Spike, because initially, I thought, well, he's just a music guy. Right, that's why I thought. You know, he's from YSP. He's doing he's doing the music thing, and now he's doing internet stuff. Like, what the hell could he possibly know about sports? Like, what does he really know about sports? Yeah. What does he know about basketball? Challenging him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so, got this, know, some, something called a podcast. Which at that point <laughs> no, this, like, no, this is all before the end. This is yeah, before, that was pre podcast. Yeah, this oh, is before wow. all of that. So I'm talking about the early Spike days, man. These are the early Spike days, where he was basically roadshow porter. Like he was doing the 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 internet stuff. And so, but I needed that that outlet, that avenue. So I would go down there to his office every break, like every commercial break. I was on down there or no? on the scooter. That's on what the it, scooter. That's yep. where it started. At. I'd ride down the hallway, and we would finish the argument, or we would start something. Then I would have to go back, get on the air with Michael <laughs> B. Then I would come right back to him down the hallway. Uh, as soon as we hit commercial break, man, just to finish up the argument. Now, now, whatever happened to that scooter? Did you did you have? Oh, it was at home. Oh, okay, you brought it. I home. still have it. Yes. I, I envision it just still being at four hundred. Like no, they they they, they gave it to me, and I keep it like a keepsake. So I just put it in storage. Like the, these are the old days of uh, WIP. Oh man, yes. you could really fly around twenty four hundred market in that thing, yeah. though. And that, and, that, and that's why I'm glad I left it at home. Because yes, <laughs> it, it, it would be I would be dangerous around here. Well, cause, yeah. and because Ike and I already broke one thing here during the pandemic. So Spike remembers. Spike remembers that. You remember that Spike? Wait, did you break the the toilet or the door? No, no, we no, broke we, one of the lamps. We was here. out throwing the oh. football. Remember that? Yeah, we used to yes. throw the football. Put yes. on a show. It was yes. a Nerf football for everybody. It wasn't a, it wasn't when the NFL size ball. Well, look, we <laughs> were there in person when nobody else was. Yep. yep. You know, you get, make an omelet. You got to break a few eggs. <laughs> That's exactly right. This segment sponsored by Guided Door Window. Take advantage of Guided Door Windows big winter sale. Through February, February, receive forty percent off all windows and doors. Call one eight seven seven GO GUIDA or visit go guida.com. Spike, what about the argument me and uh, Anthony had? Oh, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> that the about G- Gino, the, the famous Gino Smith argument. I've never seen anything like it. I, I, because that was early on when I was there. Because you guys yep. were at four hundred market, so it was when you were on ninety four. I was definitely there. Yep. I was definitely web guy at the time, and. I was worried <laughs> that you guys were going to fight over Geno Smith. Yeah. And you were pro Geno, right? Yep, oh, I was yeah. pro Geno. Still yeah. am. Still am. Yeah. 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 Some of these, some of these, these quarterbacks, I die on a hill for. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Maybe it's as simple as that. Uh, Chris, yeah. Chris is in Pensacola. What's oh, happening, man. Chris? Hey, man. How you guys? Hey, let me get. Let me see if I get right. Spiko, Dorko. There it is. There it Spiko, is. Dorko, Daddio. How's it all go, man? Oh, why am I Dorko? This is not good. Because we're live and we're not hot. You're out of your friggin' mind. God bless Flower. Flower power. Jiminy Crickets. Yo, yo, Ike. Yes, yo, sir. Ike. Yes. You, you remember the movie White Man Can't Jump, right? Of course. Yeah. Well, here's the movie this year. White Man Can Run because I watched that kid out of Iowa. And he can fly, dude. I know. I've seen him. Cooper to Gene. Until, yeah, he, and he until can, we draft him. Yeah, exactly. You know what we'll do? <laughs> my, I, my brother told me because he's listening down. He lives in Naples, so he's listening on the, uh, the audio. Shout out to Naples. Um, can't afford it, but love it. 
He, go, he goes, yeah, what we'll do is we'll draft him as a cornerback and we'll make him a safety because he's white. I said, man, you're right, dude. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> he's white. Get back there, dude. Go, go cover high. Go cover high. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, no, don't I'll let you love. make that joke. I just stayed away from that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's all cool, man. I used to love your Geno Smith stuff every week. Because I know Ann, Ann told me, he didn't tell me the whole story, but told me a little bit about it. Dude, you, you would have thought that was your kid, man. I don't know what got into it. I, I mean, you did the Carson thing, but Geno, I'm like, yeah. was, that, was that his kid? And he, somebody came up and told me it was his kid because, you were, dude, you were not. I was all life. in on Geno, yeah, man. You're well, but in fairness, day is long, but in fairness, man, to, since, in fairness to Ike, though, in fairness to Ike, it does take two to almost fight. <laughs> uh, well, well, come on, look at Ant, man. He, if, right. he threw a ball, okay. if he threw a ball in your old studio, he broke a window from five feet away. I'm like, Ant, just toss me the ball. He tried to throw it through my forehead. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Please, give me cr- I do everything hard because I do everything hard. Oh, I love that dude. Um, but anyway, I love, love the kid out of Toledo, man. I just think he's a silly type attitude. Mitchell, the cornerback. I don't think we're going to do it. But I fuck him right there if he's sitting there, man. He's a hitter, six foot one. 205, 435, uh, 40. Corner or safety? Corner. Toledo, corner. man. Okay. He, 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 435, and he's got, he, he's got, he's got Ike in him. He, okay. he don't know if he's going to get his bell wrong, but he's going to do it. Yep. He's so, going in. Yeah, exactly. See, look, Ike's having flashbacks. Young. <laughs> I'm going in, Trot. I'm going in. <laughs> That's why I love you. Oh, my God. Yo, what's up? What's wrong with Chuck? I love Chuck giving me some shrapnel about. I mean, that's why I called up. I was going to give him pain. They're like, Christian Pensolvin, put him in, put JoJo in a washer or something? I think he said I put have... your, yourself in the washer, I think. Was no, it? he said oh, put JoJo, JoJo in the okay. washer, okay, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I love you, Chuck. If I could fit JoJo in my washer, man, I won't be calling you guys. I'd be in Naples with my brother. Yep. Fishing. But it's, it's yo, as we always say, like, celebrate him. Look at all uh, – Spike, thank God you weren't down here two months ago cause, or five weeks ago. As soon as he got hurt, the next day was like – He's a bum. He says, sounded like my great grandfather and the great, like the Phillies. They're bums. Get rid of them. He's soft. Trade them. Trade them. Trade them. Guess what? You're seeing all you people that said he's soft and he's a bum. You're seeing what you're going to get because any time of the day you want to get rid of him, call right up to New York. Like, you're up there. Don't take him in a heartbeat and he'll come down there and kick your ass about six times a year. It, it, it's it's just ludicrous. It's not the guy's fault. It's the people that built the team around him. It's not the process. It's the guy that picked the people, man. It was like my daughter before she finally found the right dude. You're like, Dad, what's up? You don't like my boyfriend? Like, the dude's a dorky. You don't have a job. Why should I like him? Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I'm sure you're intimidating to bring uh, to bring a boyfriend home too, for sure. Yeah, he's like he's like my name. I'm like, dude, I don't need to know your name, dude. You like, come on, you don't even have a W two. Beat it. I'll put my foot up your ass. Get out of here. Get off my lawn. Get out of your mind. Unbelievable! Right? Yeah, no, I, 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 I could, I could see it. And and, and, and this and, and this is what I don't understand. I I have one, but I'm going to switch it up because it was like I'll tell you the one we had because we both live in Jersey. The bag thing is totally garbage. I buy I buy bottles of water for my kids, plastic. All my meats in plastic. My produce in plastic. But I go up with my 14 items. And they want me to buy a cloth bag. I'm like, everything else is in place. I'll put that in my hoodie before I spend 89 cents on another friggin' bag. I got, I could wallpaper my whole master suite in, in a Wawa bag or a Target bag. Take those bags and shove them up your ass. Okay. Jeez. But, but here it is. On, oh, what's your real one? one? Yeah, what's your real answer? Here's the one because you know me, man. I, I, I want those tickets, man. I want a little jelly roll. Smoke some flour down there with those country boys, drink some lagers. Oh, yeah. 
Um, alimony. Why? If I if I if I made all the stuff. Oh no, we're not doing no, this. this I'm, 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 no, we are I'm, not I'm, doing I'm, this. What is alimony? Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. No, I'm going down. Let me go down. I'm going to get killed at home. I'm going down. Oh. So I I could have like CTE. Don't know his name. Everything else. Busting his head wide open. So he made ten million. So some chick that was married with him for twenty oh, no. years oh, decides no. to say she wants out. Not him. She wants out because she met some young dude, right? That can actually that that doesn't have some cheddar. Doesn't need blue shoes. Yeah, yeah. Now she wants half of them. Yeah, she wants half of Ike's Ike's check. Are you out of your mind, man? I put a pillow over your head before I give you a half. Well, all right. All right. 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 Wait a minute. I sniffed that out in two seconds. (laughs) Oh, oh, believe me, we know Chris. We We, knew where it was going. Yeah, he never. See, here's the thing, Spike. <laughs> Jack caught a little flag for having a quick hook on a lot of the callers. Yeah. Okay. So, so now he he's overcorrected and and he just lets the callers just stream. They yeah. just they they just a stream of conscience. Well, just I'll go ta- ahead and say whatever on your mind. I'll take his first answer. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take. This. Yeah, we're not taking the second. And by the way. He drug me into the equation. He sure did. Yes. Like, he often does. I, I, you know what I'm talking about. Also, you, you know he, a call's going bad when the caller is. You know what I mean. His complaint was so specific, too. He was like, you know, you dating a woman. She finds a younger guy who has brown hair, who happens to work at the gym down the street, who looks at you funny every time you drive by. Yeah, you know, he, he's lived that before. Yeah. Now, alimony oh, is... Man. The money, after when you get divorced, it is money that you give your spouse to you, uh, keep their same uh you know uh what's it called okay uh lifestyle lifestyle okay well so you learn something new every day Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in on the other side we have a uh the, oh, the text line of course but there's a bombshell story out there Ike. oh and we have more reason to question whether or not Wilt, Wilt scored 100 points. Yes. Do not miss that coming up next. A bombshell report that throws caution into the wind if you actually believe Wilt scored 100 points. Don't miss that coming up next. Hey, Valentine's Day and February is when we celebrate our loved ones. Well, this year, the only gift I want is for my loved ones to get screened for cancer. Now, that's my family at home here at WIP, which also includes you, our listeners. Now, I've partnered with the American Cancer Society to remind everyone to get screened. Too many people put off their screening since COVID, and the best defense against cancer is to get screened and catch cancer early. Talk to your doctor about what screenings are right for you. Visit cancer.org slash get screened. It's your boy, Ike. You know I got love for you. Get screened. Welcome back. It's the afternoon show. Sports on, Radio man. 94 WIP. Little Rosé. Was this uh, pre-pair eating Ricky Rosé or was it, was, <laughs> was, was it post-pair? I don't know which one. I think, I think this is pre-pair. What do you mean? He's going to eat pears? He, lo- he lost all the weight by eating pears, apparently. Oh, yeah, this is pre. Yeah, it's definitely pre. Uh... Oh, this is, yeah, this is when he was, this is uh, Port of Miami. Yeah, Rick 2012, God, forgive, God forgives, I don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to yeah, say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know the name. 
I was going to say Port of Miami is the only album that I know of Rick Ross's. Yeah, I know a couple songs. And then he was like a big feature guy. He was on all yeah. those things, you know. Yeah, Rick Ross. M- is it M- MGM? No, it's uh, MMG. MMG. There you go. See, I overstepped. I overstepped. <laughs> right. See, I, yeah, I stepped out of my, my lane there, and I went too far. I tried to name the, the company. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah, it's all right. I was close. I had the letters. I just didn't have them. Together. Yeah. Together, right. Yeah. Uh, Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. <laughs> looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts. Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Marks-Jewelers.com. It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, and Spike hanging out with us uh, until the end of the show here. Uh, I wanted to make sure that we brought this up, Spike. Spike, we made sure we didn't bring your dad in here this time. Nope. Well, he's wondering where you were. He's like, oh, he's not here? So This sounds good, then. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have we'll have plenty of time to bring him yeah. in once I start there full time. <laughs> I'm sure. Trust me, there will be plenty of opportunity. I just mean all hell broke loose the last time we did that. So yes, yes. Well, I got him to admit that Howie Roseman made a mistake giving Jalen Hurts his contract. So mission accomplished. Ah, missed that. Oh yeah, he did it. No, sort of. I mean, uh, <laughs> sort of. Um, but I definitely wanted to bring this up when you were here, uh, Spike, because me and you have been all over this story. Uh, that yes. does possibly throw caution into the wind if you think that Will actually did score 100. Why don't you, you fill the audience real quick on the, uh, the, the Spark Notes version of this? Yes, first, first thing, that's the second time you've used caution to the wind incorrectly. And it's not so. even close, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, no. it's, yeah it's wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. So, so all right. Better. Yep. So this interview was recently done by Tom Haberstroh, who has his own newsletter, and he interviewed Alex Rucker. Now, Alex Rucker, if you remember his name, you probably don't, was a, a, an executive that worked under Brian Colangelo with the Sixers. And after Colangelo left, he stayed. He ended up being the executive VP of basketball operations. He, by the way, Alex Rucker, I believe is a true process villain in that Though Elton Brand gets a lot of blame for those moves while Brand was GM, Alex Rucker was shadowy and very responsible for a lot of things. Anyway, Alex Rucker, years ago, was a stats guy for the Vancouver Grizzlies. He is from Canada. He was 20 years old, and he admitted to Tom Haberstroh that when he was working for the Grizzlies, he would artificially juice stats for the players on the Grizzlies. He said, and when you go back and look, and Hammerstroh went and did all of the the research, when the Grizzlies were home, Bryant Reeves would average like three and a half blocks a game, and when they were away, it would be like one. And Rucker said that not only did he juice the stats, but when he was taught by the NBA how to keep stats, that they were taught to do it in the 90s. Give guys assists when they shouldn't have assists, give guys blocks when they shouldn't have blocks, all of those things. So here we have a former NBA executive who was in charge of keeping statistics for an NBA team admitting that he juiced the numbers of NBA players. And this is a time when we have video of everything. Imagine if there was a game that happened years and years ago that we do not have video of that had a number of points scored that seems unreasonable, especially with an unreasonably high free throw percentage. Is it possible that this juicing of numbers that happened in the 90s was happening decades before for one Wilt Chamberlain? And it happened to land perfectly on 100, too. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You know, I've avoided 
this one dragging me into this with this Wilt Chamberlain didn't score 100 points. There's no way I'm letting both of you all drag me down with you by discrediting Wilt Chamberlain and saying he didn't score 100 points, man. You're throwing caution into the wind? Uh, no, I'm not throwing caution into the wind. I'm throwing myself out of this equation with you two. I'm just saying, All-Star Weekend, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a, a an outlet that asked a bunch of current NBA players whether Wilt scored 100 and very a, a lot of them were suspicious about whether it actually happened or not. No, it's picking up steam for sure. Like, yeah. yeah, it's 100% picking up steam. Yeah. Um, and, and it's again, picking up steam. <laughs> and again, and again, in the 90s are juicing stats. What about when the game, when the NBA barely even existed? I, I mean, in Hershey. What in, are we talking about? In Chocolate here? Town. Yeah. Yeah, a place where all fantasies come to life. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in this with you two. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just saying if they juiced them in the '90s. They probably juiced them in the '60s. All I need here's what I need. I just need one person who was there to say, you know what? I don't. Th- <laughs> I saw him miss more than four free throws. Yeah, there's That's no all way. I need. 28 for 32 on a career, what, 50% free throw shooter, if that? I just need he was to hot introduce. That night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got to introduce reasonable doubt. I need one person <laughs> who is there to tell me that he missed more than four free throws. Because once we get that, if we were presenting this in front of a jury, if I could show that, that he for sure missed more than four free throws, boy, we'd have a case. Hold on now. What year was this done? 63? I'm just trying to figure out how many people are really still around. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. well, Howard's still here. <laughs> I, mean, I think it was 1962. All right. Yeah, because I, I did the top five. 62, 62. Yeah, because I did the top five on Wilt Chamberlain night that he didn't score 100. And, and it, was, was, it, was a, it was a 50-year anniversary. That was he scored 169 points. Hmm. <laughs> Seems sure, fishy. You sure did. Yeah. What's you up, Howard? Stop. 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 <laughs> Were you there? Harvey Pollack, who Uh-oh. none of you probably met. I don't know if if the, the nitwit that started this again today mm-hmm. uh, ever knew Harvey Pollack, did the stats that night. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was friends with, may he rest in peace. Like he call, was called like uh, Mr. Stat or what, he was honored by the NBA for the how well he did the stats. He was there. Will Chamberlain, will you stop this nonsense? Scored 100 points. You know what? Verified by Harvey Pollack. But the NBA, the NBA was encouraging their statistical, their stats people to juice numbers. The NBA wanted the numbers to be higher. Not back in 1962. Well, why wouldn't they want it in 1962? They're hmm. trying to grow the league. Now, yeah. It just. All I can tell you, it was an honest 100. Hmm. And everybody, and there weren't many people there, but Harvey Pollack was there, and I'm lucky enough to have spoken to him about that game because right. I was only a kid. So will you stop? Hey, they, hey listen, they this juice stats. This is bad stats. parenting, man. Well, they, they juice stats. and How about Joel Embiid went up, Uh-oh. I'll just yep. say went to a stat man here in Philadelphia. He said, you know, I had more assists. Then there was on the stat sheet last night, and he would go to the stat man and complain all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm Let's sure not Will make never this about that. Embiid. Let's not make this about Embiid. No, just it's not, it but I'm Will. just saying that nowadays guys worry about their numbers. Will Chamberlain. Oh, he didn't care Wait about his numbers. Minute. Are you, Are you kidding crazy? me? Well, Will Chamberlain could do anything he wanted to do. That's right. They said he couldn't score anymore on a cover of Sports Illustrated, and then he went out the next three games and scored 60 each game. The he only thing he couldn't do— up. Well, I mean, he won one title in his prime. No, that's fine. I, yeah. He won two, right? No, he, we, the, the second title was not in his prime. It was far past his prime. Okay, but, six uh, man. I, 
It still was in his career. Well, but <laughs> whatever. It's like Peyton Manning. You know, no, it's not like when it's actually nothing like Peyton Manning. Throw the ball in the second half of the Super Bowl. It's nothing like Peyton Manning. Actually, the 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 second time he won, he was not a primary player on the second championship. Well, it's kind of like Peyton. Well, he means it's like Peyton Manning's second title that he won. Second title. He was still the quarterback. Yeah. Halfway he, through, he, the he was told, yeah, he was told not to throw a, a pass basically yeah. in the second half of that game, and their defense won it. But that's not the point. I'm just trying to stop all this nonsense mm. that Wilt Chamberlain didn't score 100. We're asking allegedly. important questions. They need to be answered. <laughs> <laughs> it was answered by Harvey Pollack when I spoke 28 to for 32? Hey, Are you really going to believe that? Yeah. Yes. No. Guy mm. Rogers. T- I, Guy Rogers was my gym teacher one time in Wilson Junior High School. Mm-hmm. One time? Yeah. Well, uh, well one, year. One, one year. Yeah. yeah. Because they guys needed jobs in the off season, sure. They made. And Guy Rogers, and obviously knowing Guy Rogers, I spoke to him about it. It was amazing that he that he hit that many foul shots, but that is one hundred percent accurate. And Harvey Pollack's son is still, I think he still works. I don't know if he works all the games. Still on the stat team. Anybody wants to it's really Brian. ask? They I, I, it's, I think it's son. his. I think it's his grandson. Well, his grandson's there, but I don't know if his son's still there, too. Yeah. Well, we'll have to follow up with him. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jim, in, Jim in Delaware County. What's happening, Jim? How we doing, fellas? Do you, up, do you think Wilt scored 100, Jim? <laughs> yeah, why not? He's played for yeah, so yeah, why not? It's, yeah, Jack. why not? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Bunyan created the Great Lakes, too. I know. Great Johnny Appleseed and all the apples, all that good stuff. <laughs> But I uh, got to start with you, Jack. Uh, 1980, 2008, 2024. What do they got in common? All leap years, baby. Go, Phil. Yeah, I hope so. It's going to be a good November. <laughs> exactly right, Jim. Exactly but, right. But I, I got the call. I got all fired up with Chuck earlier talking Embiid. So, uh, Jack, you're dead wrong on this one, though, pal. Miami made it to the play-in last year, lost the 7-8 game, then won to be the eighth seed. And, you, you know, there we go. We're on to the final. So, if yeah, but the only difference back, is they have back. Yeah, but they have like real cult, like tough culture. Like what is yeah, the Sixers heat culture? culture? all that good stuff. We got Sixers culture and <laughs> So, if big boy's ready to go and he's if he's 80 85%, I got to ride him. Okay. Oh, uh what's your uh what's something in life that you don't get? I do not get paper straws. They do break apart very easily. The paper's falling apart in my mouth. It's it squeezed. I can barely get a sip out of the thing. <laughs> We're going backwards in life, man. Yeah. Seems like you don't care <laughs> about the turtles, Jim, but I appreciate it. Don't don't we think, though, if you're a, a grown man, you got to leave the straws behind in general? Yeah. No. <laughs> you're a straw guy? Yeah, I'm a straw guy. <laughs> you're a straw man? Well, the last thing I want to do is put my mouth on a cup why? in a restaurant. What do you mean, Why? Obvious you, reasons why. You put your mouth on the fork, don't you? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point by you. <laughs> Just saying. Washing them in the same dishwasher, huh? Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> we got to get Ike-branded Ike sippy cups. We got to drink out of our own sippy you cups. Just, dude, you just literally, with one, one answer, just messed up my whole <laughs> psyche now. now. Now I don't know whether or not should I just leave Are you bringing alone? your own utensils? Yeah, or do I need to bring my own damn utensils with me to a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about the whole, yeah, I do use the utensils, though. You're right. 
<laughs> but I don't want to put my mouth on the cup, though, for some reason. Yeah, well, listen. I don't, man. Maybe try it. <laughs> you drink out of a out of restaurant, you drink out of a glass or a cup. I got a beer, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I'm, I, well, what do you get cocktail? When you get like a cocktail, do you drink Yeah, I get a straw, straw? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. interesting. Do you do the paper straw? Do you do the, the well, it's whatever they, whatever they have. Yeah, yeah. The paper straws, I feel like we have to uh, d- uh, develop them more. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the paper straw. Well, it's to save the turtles. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like the plastic bags. Well, I'm I'm pro uh, I'm pro cloth bags. So <laughs> uh, I try to avoid bags at all. Well, I live in Jersey, so I'm I'm with the people who yeah they yeah. don't they don't give out plastic bags. That's good. Uh, OG Ways in Chester, what's happening, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG. See, I got the king sitting there, you know what I mean, with this these lies he's telling again about this Wilt stuff. Yeah, yes, that's real nice. Oh, no, you don't yes. believe Wilt scored 100 <laughs> either? No. Oh, oh no. God. And, 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 and uh, for full disclosure, Wilt is my wife's cousin. Oh, stop. Oh, here you know, go with how this can we again? confirm yes. this? I mean, you, you, you yeah. told us Isaiah liar. Thomas was your cousin last year. I'll deal with that, I'll deal with that later on. But <laughs> here's the weird part. Everything is rounded off, like, 28 for 32. I know. What a what a obvious what a what a obvious and easy number. Well, convenient uh, with 100 too. Like, why not make it 101? Right. Because you know he mean? didn't score 101. He scored 100. I think he might. Yeah. 99. And, and, and like another thing is this here is you know the league was struggling that year. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Here we so go. They needed people to be you know get interested in the NBA because the NBA was it was tanking. You know. Yeah. They was going in the tank. So I, I get it. I mean, but you know whatever they need to. These old guys, man, whatever they need to make their boat float, man. You know, just give it to <laughs> What else you got for us, OG? Is that it? Hey, no, no, listen, man. Yes. This is a this is a big moment here. You know, here's what I need the Phillies to do. I need them to run the ball, and I need them to throw some screen passes. That's all I need for the Phillies to do. Yep. Get some motion in the offense. Yeah, and win the division, man. Why are y'all guys trying to down trust this thing? Oh, they don't need to. They don't. You need to win the damn division. Yeah, you got Bryce Harper, the greatest player in baseball right now, correct? History of the sport, too, yeah. Yeah, he moved his damn position. He's a first baseman because he couldn't play outfielder no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't get a hit in the the biggest game of all the game Mm -hmm. games. But, yeah, so, yeah, win the division, Bryce. That's what we need. Yeah. It's going to be a long season with OG. I might have to ban him during baseball season. I'm, I'm, have to I'm sure him. you're going to want to at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does it rip Jalen? Get him back on track. Let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the afternoon show text line. Come see me, Chuck, you bum. Joel in Center City. I would love to see Chuck versus. So if, if Embiid ever wanted to call in impromptu out of nowhere, yes, we would need Chuck here, right? Like, like just to handle that phone call, or is that a big no? Uh, <laughs> he's mad at the I media. would go with a no. Yeah, I mean, it would do. It would do. Numbers. It would do great numbers. I just don't know if Chuck would be able to handle it, and it would definitely go off the rails fast. Well, we, again, we tried to bring him on with Bryce. Remember that? When mm-hmm. Bryce only just starts like ranting about the Cowboys or something. <laughs> like, like, it's a huge moment for Chuck, right? Get well, yeah, that. see that, but he is pro Bryce. He is pro Bryce. He is not pro MB. It's just when the spotlight turns on Chuck, I wonder if he's a red light player. Oh, gotcha. Like with the Bryce interview that almost ended in a disaster. Yeah. 
It did. It did. It did. What's next? Funny how I have Howie on the tip of my finger. Jason partying in Sea Isle. I know. Well, I was going to ask Elliot if he saw all the uh, Howie walking around with a tequila bottle. Because last year, <laughs> those two shared tequila. When, when Right, just walking around the combine with a tequila bottle. Yeah. Now, so we didn't know Jason agreed to come back until later last year, but he agreed to it at the combine. At the combine, yes. So you know, He released it later on the, the I, I, um, I was going to say the iPad. The iPad, yeah, yeah, the iPod. <laughs> released it on the my podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a couple weeks later, though. I don't think it was. I'm, I'm with you. I'm it with wasn't you that night. I don't, yeah. I don't believe. Uh, what's next? Fran is easily the number one producer at WIP when it comes to return music. Fred in Florida. Did you make that one up? No, what are you talking about? You didn't make up that no text idea. message? Uh, I did not. Okay. Oh. I never make these up. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, okay. There you go. I'm, I'm glad that Fred agrees. Likes his music, Jack. Oh, wait, was that Fred Durst? That was Fred. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, there you go. No, you know, I'm being a hater. Not being a hater. I'm, I'm just, you know, just making sure we're keeping things, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing. <laughs> Throwing caution to the wind. <laughs> What's next? You're giving Tobias a standing O, but didn't give me one when I was here? Ben in Brooklyn. <laughs> well, hold on. They tried with Ben. Remember the, the guy yeah, was, we did was try, yeah. clapping during the free throws? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the, the, the ovation that guy got when he hit a, a three-pointer against China in a preseason game <laughs> was like we, were, was like like we won the title, yeah. That guy got more support here. See, he he's one of the guys that we get, him and Fultz, we get bad, like, we get a bad rap nationally for how we treated those guys. We were way too nice to those guys. I actually way think Fultz, nice. Fultz got the first kind of standing, oh, I felt like. Yeah, when he had the triple-double, when he hit the three, yes, absolutely. I, I tell you, there's been so much other stuff surrounding that team. Fultz has almost escaped without any real Never real type up. of backlash or anything, yeah. Never gets brought up. Yeah. Ever. It's we almost ne- like it didn't happen. It was only three years, four years, three I, years. And was it ten games? Well, I mean, he, how many games did he play here? His fake injury. Yeah, he played long enough to injure Joel before the damn playoffs. I know. I remember that. He had to get that one in. <laughs> he, he had to get that one in. But man, yeah, uh, I would love. I would like a check in on the guy that was aggressively ca- clapping for Ben in Game Seven of the Hawks game. <laughs> I remember that. I love that guy. Yeah. I, I hope he's doing well. What's next? Nice to finally hear from you, Spiko. You fraud. AJ on his couch. <laughs> 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 Spiko. Hmm. Don't know if it's going to catch I don't know if that's going to hang in there. I kind of like it. Well, if you like it, then we're rolling with it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Spiko. Well, now that AJ said it. Yeah, now that AJ said it. Yeah, now it's catching on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be on the show tomorrow at 3. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to uh, Harvey and Hatfield. What's happening, Harvey? Yeah, I got to answer some of your questions with the leap year. Um, that goes back to 1849 with Augusta Conte. It's a 13-month calendar. If you divide it by 18, you get your 13 months. So and there's no leap years before 18-whatever? That is such crap. That is so made up. All that stuff got taken out of the encyclopedia books 100 years ago in 1956. And the maritime thing with Ben Franklin, they should take that away. It, would, it ruined all the seasons. You know that your New Year's actually April 1st? That's your New Year. Look it up. Everything's based around thirteen. Turtle shell thirteen. Moving on from that. So do you think? Oh, yeah. Do you think Wilt scored hundred? He he wore the number thirteen. Uh, I got it all written down. Ike, uh, look up your <laughs> man. By the way, look up what a straw man means, which I'll get to. Why uh, things I hate. 
Um, oh, yeah, believe me, I know what a straw man means. Yeah, you know, I know, right? Not a lot of people know what that is. Wilt, what was it in advantage talent? I mean, there was nobody like him back then, and he took advantage of that, and he just destroyed everybody. 100 points, that's like Adam Sandler in gym class playing with everybody. It was too easy for him. For the Phillies, would you Hold rather up. have If it was so easy for him, why did he only do it once? Well, maybe he got bored. I mean, mm-hmm. what is he going to do? <laughs> he had nobody to play against him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't get bored with ladies, it didn't seem like. <laughs> Yeah, well, neither did Jordan and Tiger. Yeah. Well, oh, it's a good comeback by you. Yeah, yeah for You're sure. Pretty sharp, Harvey. What, uh, what's something in life that you don't get? Uh, first off, what would you rather have, Wheeler or a starting pitcher if you're going for the World Series? Uh, I would rather make sure I get Wheeler signed than go get Jordan Montgomery. Okay. And the Flyers are on fire. I think they'll make it, and they might be a sleeper team, just like the Sixers if they come back. If they can figure out and beat, and, you know, we got three players playing 19 minutes and only scored three points, which makes absolutely no sense. And the Eagles, I mean, based on their signings, and if they don't have any, their leaders are really going to have to stand up. And if they don't have any leaders, they are going to fall apart. And what I really hate or what what I don't care for are taxes because they're a complete lie, and so is the vaccine. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) There we are. Harvey, you're almost a winner right there, man. That dude, look, he he came prepared. He did. It's yes. kind of like our. It might be the new the new show Zingy. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is Zingy been? But uh, the taxes, yeah. He only told me taxes as a side topic on the phone. He did <laughs> no, not man. tell me the other one. It's actually a great answer, taxes. Yeah, there are considering the time of year we're in right now. Oh man, I love that guy. Uh, let's check in on Bam and Upper Darby. What's happening, Bam? What's going on, Jacko, Ico, and Spiko? Courtesy <laughs> my boy Herbo. <laughs> what's, up? what's up, Bam? Not much, man. What's going on? How's the how's the tattoo coming along? It's almost done, almost done. I, I got one more. I gotta get the color now. I gotta get the green, the midnight green jersey color on my back. So, what would you say that that the Ike portion looks like of your tattoo currently? It just says Ike juice and and green. Oh, I'm gonna be at I'm gonna be at town hall. Y'all see, y'all gonna see it. I'm gonna be at the town hall. Oh, okay, awesome. Looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, I'm gonna be at the town hall. But uh, getting to my point is Sixers. If like I said, Spike, I agree with you, man. If Embiid is seventy five percent ready to go, put him to work, man. Put him to work. And if like you always talking about Wilt didn't score a hundred points, why don't y'all call my grandpa that comes on on Sunday morning? Ah, yeah, they don't want to talk to they don't want to talk to Sonny Bam. Nope, I'm not talking to Sonny about it <laughs> at all. I will deny having this this conversation one hundred percent. Where are you dogs, at, What's going on with the dogs, are those, are those your dogs or Spike's dogs? It's my dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Once again. Uh, I can't mute my mic. I, I'm sorry. Uh, man, oh, it's okay, man. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Once you get down Rebel. here. Although you took a snapshot of Rebel the other day. I thought he was a damn killer. <laughs> it did look pretty scary. Yeah, I was like, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we have a uh, – and Spike, we have a lot of good answers today on mm. uh, things in life we don't get. Uh, we got to narrow it down. Mm. For the jelly roll tickets. I'm just going Chris and Pencil. <laughs> yeah, just to get Is that it. alimony? Or yes. bags. Yeah, is. either one you want to go with, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. Chris and Pencil our winner today. <laughs> he won? <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't going to stop. He, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he, well, he really wants to go see jelly rolls. He does. Rolls. He yeah. does. That's why I'm like, he's called with good answers every day, and, and you chose to ignore him every day. And... Well, don't, don't put that hate on me, Ricky Bobby. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Spike, a uh, lot of fun as always. Uh, I guess Thursday's at 4. Well, and you'll be.
be with us in Clearwater, so it's going to yeah. be a great time. I'm looking forward to it, brother. This time yeah. this time next week, live and sunny in 75 uh, Clearwater. It's going to oh, be this, amazing. This time next week, Spike, we're heading to a happy hour. <laughs> How's that make you feel, Spike? I'm excited. I'm all, I keep getting nervous about this is something my wife would do. My wife, when we're, do, when we're going on vacation or something, all she'll do is stress about the weather. She'll look at the weather, look at the weather, look at the weather. Mm-hmm. I already started getting nervous that what if we get down there and it's, 57 and rainy. Well, it's all good. Uh, Ike literally started, has finished packing. I'm already, already. packed, so yeah. yeah, it don't matter even if it rains. Yeah. <laughs> For a three-day trip, yes. <laughs> For a three-day trip. All right. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Uh, Tom Kelly is riding with the king coming up next. I'm sure he'll not harp on the Wilt stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Enjoy them. We'll be back tomorrow on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WYP. All right, for years you've heard Dr. Glad on WIP talking about his amazing services. Now, we all know I'm bald. Some people would consider me beautiful, but not everyone can be so lucky. Dr. Glad and the Glad Group, they know so many people that think hair restoration is a one-and-done procedure, but that's just not the case. The Glad Group has uh, hair rest- uh, restoration treatments to strengthen before you need a hair transplant as well as options to maintain your existing hair after a transplant. And their newest option is completely non-invasive. No needles, no pain, and no downtime. It's called TED, which stands for Transepidermal Delivery. It's where growth factors are delivered directly to the hair follicles, and both men and women are seeing great results from this procedure. What are you waiting for? Give my friends at the GLAT Group a call, always at the forefront of technology. Call them today, 610-980-4000 or drglat.com. Again, that's 610-980-4000 or drglat.com. And tell them Ike Reese sent you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV.
So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.